Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. I was going to say four. It's of. Do I say of? I should know. What are we, 196? Anyway, when we talk <laughs> movies and comics and TV shows, my name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. I'm here too, and I, re- I can talk as well, sort of. <laughs> I really botched that. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> what are we that doing? Was only nine, that was 19 takes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was the closest we got to a usable take, so we're taking it. But it's very late here. We don't have time for another one. We certainly don't. But do you have time for the It trailer too? I saw it. Are you, because we, we were like, eh, should we talk about this? Because, it, you know, it still looks good, but there's nothing nothing too new in it. So you looked up the original trailer, sort of, mm-hmm. where you tried to find it. What, what As you, always, terrible. Yes. <laughs> Look at a trailer from prior to yeah. how many years. But I mean, what what do you think the cutoff is where trailers become, when, when did trailers become good? I don't know, because I, I'd imagine people will look back at trailers now and be like, oh, that's very quaint, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, that's think, true. Mm, I don't and, know. And definitely a formula will emerge. Yes. They're, they're, everybody will be like, remember in 2017 when all the trailers did this and this and this? Had, and there was red, a blue... had retro pop songs. Exactly, and, whatever, and there was yeah. blue lightning shooting into the sky <laughs> or down from the sky. Yeah, that's One of those. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think probably after they, the vo- voiceover, I guess is probably the yeah, closest. Yeah, after the great Don LaFontaine died. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, I, and also... Um, there's the bro that was like a, the Bram. Oh, the, in, yeah. the Inception horn. Yeah. Anyway, it. It's pretty fa- good. Yeah. But again, I'm not a horror guy. Me neither. But I am interested in this. Yeah. Mm. Have you read the book? No. So I read it relatively recently. Uh-huh. And it's good. It's long. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the book is... Like the it can be... It, it is, is like a dimensional being or whatever. Yes, right. But... It can be anything, and it chooses yes. the form of a clown. And whenever it turns into something, like what always happens is it turned into a werewolf, but it was slightly scarier than a regular yeah, werewolf because sure, there, right. there was maggots in its mouth. Uh-huh, and then yeah. it's like it turned into a, a spider, but it was a slightly scarier spider because yeah, right. yeah. it had maggots in its yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That was a, that's a big... If you ever read any H.P. Lovecraft, the creative Cthulhu, yeah. like... 
you know, the modern interpretations of those characters and those monsters, it's always very evocative and very, you know, descriptive. But a lot of his original work, it's like, it was a horror that was indescribable. <laughs> like, no, you couldn't describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Also, you're uh, a racist. <laughs> Have you seen... There's a... There's a uh, did you ever read Planetary, the uh, the comic book? I did, I did, yeah. There's yeah. a... There's a s- Hang on, did I? I think you I did. I might be thinking of Planetoid. Planetary was a team of sort of archaeologists. They uncover the secret history of the world, but the secret history is like superheroes. So right. the first issue, they uncover what happened to all the pulp heroes, yeah. and then maybe they find out what happened to like their fa- their equivalent of the Fantastic Four and et cetera. I've not and read this. There's a, there's, a, there's a planetary authority crossover where planetary run into H.P. Lovecraft, like, or like one, of the, one of the very old team members runs into him yeah. back in the day, and... He H.P. Lovecraft uncovers some like alien embryos, and he's like, "Sir, I believe these to be Negro eggs." It's like it's real, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's a bit, that's a bit, uh, that's a bit much." But then I read into the history of H.P. Lovecraft, and I'm like, "No, that's fair." That seems like something he would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do like H.P. Lovecraft, there's a YouTube channel called uh, Ask Lovecraft, and it's an actor who people send him letters, and he it's from the perspective of he pretends that he's a, a resurrected H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraft right. answering like a modern day questions Mm -hmm. it's quite good so bloody check that out anyway it anyway it there's a lot of it in the trailer isn't there too much it well by it i meant disgusting teenagers (laughs) but also it's the clown there's the the (laughs) penny pennywise the clown Pennywise the clown. there's too much there's not too much but there's a lot yeah like we we do it's not it's not a trailer where they dance about it and go okay we'll give you a tiny little snippet they're like there's the clown it's it and i think that's because clowns are inherently terrifying yeah they really are aren't they and it's a yeah it's I don't understand why people are being like, this isn't as would be as scary as the original. The original one is scary if you watched it when it came out and you were a four-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, I didn't watch it at the time, so when I see it now, it just looks ridiculous. I feel the same about the original Exorcist. Right, I yeah. only saw that as an adult, and it's very funny. <laughs> it's not scary in the least. <laughs> I My mate's dad, you know my mate Joe? Yeah, sure. His dad's a builder. He's uh-huh. like an old school, like Italian. This story better get a lot better real quick. <laughs> he's an old school, like Italian dude. Oh, it's gotten better. He's a great, he's a great bloke. But after he saw that movie, he wouldn't go in a in a crawl space in a roof for like five years. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and you're laughing at it like it's yeah, yeah. Well, that that would have very negatively impacted his his life's work. And Certainly. His, his life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. But imagine what his life would be like if he wasn't scared by that movie. <laughs> Who knows. Mm. Uh, what else we got? Uh, you were going to do a remake of The Running Man. Oh, you think that's the next one? Maybe because yeah. well, that's that's um that's Stephen that's King. Richard Bachman as that's Stephen King as Richard. Oh Bachman. right, yeah, yeah. And that's I think The Running Man is set now. Right, like I could set twenty seventeen. The book or the TV show uh, or the, the movie? The book I think is set in twenty seventeen. Okay, wow, what an era. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie's set in twenty nineteen. Okay, right. So yeah, well that's it. That. <laughs> That's going to appear in some a lot of memes. Yes. And then that's going to build up some steam and then people are going to be like, we're, we're doing it. Do people remember that movie fondly? The Running Man? I've seen it once and I'm like, oh, this ain't great, is it? It's just Arnold in spandex. Uh, I've only seen it the once, yeah. I think we probably hired it and went, mm. <laughs> Right. Remember there was that yeah. era when we watched literally anything. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> then we had time and no lives. That's it was right. so good. The book's quite good, though. Okay, cool. It's less, it's less cartoony supervillain and more just a just a... Just a down on his luck dude, just flying about the world. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Excellent. Do you think this is very good? James Cameron is looking to reinvent the Terminator franchise with a new trilogy. 
the rights are going to go back to him in like a year and a half. Okay. So he's in discussions with the current rights holder to be like, how do we get people to give a fuck about this? Yeah, right. Maybe make a good one, I guess, is, is the... Yeah. I mean, that's the simple response. But mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. How do you do it or do you do it at all? We, yeah. ju- we just got the start of a new trilogy. It just happened. It did, didn't it? Yeah. So would he wipe the slate clean? Or, but it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. Because, the again, the timeline is so ruined that mm. it ultimately does not matter where you set the next one. Give us a Western one. Give us a World War II one. Yeah. I don't know. When he when he says he's it's the rights go back to him next year. Yeah, is that a is that the rights go back to him unless they make another no, one? No, it's oh his. no matter what, a hundred percent. Yeah, wow, all right. So I, I, he's not going to direct them because he's doing avatars forever yeah. until he dies. Uh-huh. I maybe just leave it longer than four years. Just sure, to, right? To, yeah, to do it again. You yeah, know? leave us leave us demanding another one. I yeah, feel, maybe. I and also he said he mentioned a while back, not in relation to to this particular interview that. Arnold is going to be involved at, in some degree. So I guess... But also in the last one was like a... They redid the entire timeline. Yep. You know, so you, do you do that again? Like, I don't know. A redo of a redo, maybe. Yeah. Mm, I had a thought. Give me a minute. Um, It'll come back eventually. Okay. We'll sit here in silence. Good. That's there what will, I want. There will be no I need podcast. Sil- I need silence so I can think of the thing that I thought earlier. Okay. Did you have a friend's dad who saw Terminator wouldn't go into a crawl space? Yeah. Okay. No, he wouldn't go into a sporting goods store. Because <laughs> there'd be probably a nude, a man who's nude, save for a trench coat, putting on Nikes. And he's like, no, I can't, can't do it. Oh. What if he's nude and running about? I just puts on sweatpants. He puts on a homeless guy's sweatpants. Yeah. No, just, ugh. The continuity also doesn't line up with the, the original Terminator and the last one because the T-shirt that he gets... Yes. It doesn't like he gets it in a different place, so it doesn't right. doesn't make. Anyway, but yeah, who and cares? In, and in the in the remake, it just says the eighties. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Frankie say relax <laughs> yeah. on him. So yeah. whatever. And I guess the other thing is he has a different face. So what does he it, does? Doesn't yeah. matter, does it? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. What was my thought? a promising fifteen minutes though? Opening fifteen minutes of Genesis. It really, yeah, it yeah. did really, it did yeah. really did. Mm. Terminator, the Terminator apps, social media. No, you know, oh, that'd be it. <laughs> No, they did that. that yeah, they, they actually did that. Uh, I, look, again, there's no such thing as a bad concept, I guess. And again, it's you know what? It's better than an emoji movie. Wait, so, let's talk about that. Okay. Okay, so this is... I think so it's, what I'm saying is put it in the hands of a competent director and we'll get a good one. But give, mm. give it some space to breathe. Yes, absolutely. And maybe bring it back to the... Actually, you can't sort of bring it back to... Oh, maybe you can. Mm. Maybe mo- maybe give us a, a modern day reboot where Sarah Connor. It's the same as the first one, but it's set now. Maybe right. That would work. Okay. I don't know. Oh god, here we go. The, uh, there's no box office numbers yet for the Emoji movie, but I, it's got eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not the worst movie that's gone through Rotten Tomatoes. No. What is that? I think it's Bucky Larson. Is is still zero percent? <laughs> yeah, right. I believe there's a there's a few. I think it's yeah. there's not just the one, but I think there's and then that dude Armand White always ruins it. Wait, give oh, me- <laughs> he's the, the Mister Contrarian is the yeah. yeah the most contrarian, the worst man on the internet. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like he's so. always finding deeper meaning in terrible trash, mm. and then ruining Rubbishing. everybody's fun yeah. if everybody enjoys something. Yeah. Do you think, like, he doesn't genuinely believe at any of that stuff, does he? That's the thing, it's impossible to say. I've never seen him in an interview, so I can't, I know, I've, I, th- I can't get I a I don't know, he him. seems very pretentious. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe he, I think maybe what he does is he just says something contrarian, and then he uses a lot of big words to justify just being contrarian. Right, okay. And he, and he, and he 
digs deep to find some deeper meaning that we don't see, you know? What an arsehole. Sounds like, <laughs> seems like an arsehole, yeah. So I'm so glad this is not doing well. Right. I don't, I don't think it's going to have a... It cannot do well at the box office uh-huh. because kids don't want to see this, surely. Oh. Like kids... Kids don't actually care about emojis. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, they use them, but it's not like I don't need to see a world built around it. Because do you know the concept? Uh, they all live in your phone. Yes. But there's, there's a one, I know, because I read an article on, it's it's on monetizing concepts and like, right. and like they want to, you know, it was a, it was a company just is like licensing concepts and, and attempting to, you know, it's how they have to attempt to build a story around something that doesn't have a story. Like they, Battleship. Some, and, yeah, Battleship. Yeah. Somebody, somebody is, Bought the rights to Fruit Ninja, the iPhone game. See, that at least is something, sort of. But there's apparently no... I, like, I've never played it, but there's no ninjas in it. No, like, no you, you swipe your finger across yeah, the Yeah, right. But if somebody said, this is a movie... I mean, we've got the Angry Birds movie. It's it's, it's, it's like a rung below that in terms of personality. Yeah, that's you know? true. So, yeah. But yeah. at least in the, in the Angry Birds movie, you have the birds and the pigs, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and apparently mm. that's not a terrible movie either. Right, so there you go. Mm. Um... Yeah. Yeah, but in the emoji movie, the met emoji. So what apparently happens is... Oh, because he, he has other feelings or He's something? got other feelings. So it's sort of like a Wreck-It Ralph where be the person you're supposed to be and it's sort of also like inside out. Right, sure. Because you've only got the one emotion or you're only supposed to stick uh-huh. to the one emotion. And then when you grow up, you go into a little box inside of someone's phone and then you get used. Sure, right, okay. But, and then... The the climax of the movie is that they have to get to Dropbox. Yeah. So. Oh, that's yeah. It's just I'm looking at some. I'm looking at the best lines of reviews from the Emoji movie. Okay. The AV Club said the plot is really an excuse to hop from one app to another. There are stops in the lands of Candy Crush, WeChat, Just Dance, Instagram, Spotify, and for the kids, Dropbox. So that's pretty great. Entertainment Weekly says this is pretty good. There is an awareness pulsing through this movie as it pulses through our own lives that so much of what once seemed like progress was the opposite of progress, <laughs> that our dreams of a better tomorrow were always leading us to a miserable today. So that's, <laughs> that could be about anything, but it's about the Emoji movie. That's great. Mm. Enough on the Emoji, emoji movie? Uh, let's see. People have requested that we say it. Yeah. No. For a long t- the Not New York so. Times says, yeah. for a long time Hollywood has been propagating the idea that the panderingly, trendily idiotic can be made to seem less so by polishing it up with bright, shiny gloss and enlisting engaging, talented performers and writers. I can't be entirely certain of this, but I would say the Emoji Movie takes this notion to the outer limits of credibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I guess after the Lego Movie... And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and like Wreck-It Ralph, people are like, oh, you know, you can take like a basic concept and build something really quite clever around mm. it. This is, this is clearly not an example of that. Mm. Now, good on. Good on them. They yeah. gave it a go. <coughs> Didn't they, though? What's next? What do we got here? Might have a uh, director for Bond 25. Is it Nolan? Well, that, he did mention that. Yeah, right. But uh, he's not the front runner. The front runner is a guy called Jan Demange. Okay. He's got an upcoming <laughs> movie called White Boy Rick. Uh, but okay. the, thing, the thing I know so that sounds for, like an indie film, so sure. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did Dead Set. Oh, the uh, the Charlie Brooker mini TV miniseries yeah. about zombies in the Big Brother household, which is great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's got Ray Winston's daughter, whose name I can't remember. She's a lead. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good mm. show. Yeah, it's, nice. it's not fun. That's <laughs> well. It's quite harrowing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, no, I think well then. Yeah, so 
That seems like a good choice. That's uh, a good weekend show. box office emoji movie is in a close battle with Dunkirk for number one, apparently. But yeah. du- it's Dunkirk's second week. Oh, okay, right. That's so, right. yeah. Okay. Nice. God, what a world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's also got a release date. Okay. November 8th, 2019. So a bit over two years from now. Okay, yeah. Maybe probably the last Craig one. It would have to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, surely. So, which, but again, like I've, I feel it's a weird spot to end it. To end it because yeah. he's he's had his character arc, mm. and now it's just a mission. Yeah. So are they going to kick off another character arc? Will they or? kill his wife or whatever? Oh yeah. Because remember he, yeah. he fell in love again. And but then then do you have then Craig quits and then you have another Bond continuing the quest yeah. for revenge for his dead of his dead wife. They should probably if it's also if it's twenty five. Start fresh. Yeah. Mm. That's, I don't know. Mm. Do we Eat want, fresh. Man? Eat fresh Subway also. sponsorship. That's right. Imagine just a Subway with a Rolex around it. <laughs> just a twelve, just a foot long with a Rolex on it. Yum, yum, yum. Or an Omega. That's probably going to be an Omega. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, great. He's just in his Aston Martin. Just he's got to get, he's got to get some energy for the, for the mission. And he opens the glove compartment and there's a hot Subway <laughs> foot long in there. Yum, 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 yum. Jared Leto is up for the role, the lead role in Bloodshot. Yeah, okay, Valiant's Bloodshot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's Jared Leto, Johnny Depping it, being in everything until people realise that I like him. Or do we like no, him? No, because nobody not? likes him. So nobody likes Oh, Jared no, maybe Leto. he is, though, because he was in Dallas Buyers Club and he won the Oscar. Yep. He's, so he's coasting, he's, is what he's doing. He was the Joker in the same way that Johnny Depp was uh, Jack Sparrow. It's that yeah. kind of role. But I think maybe... Blade Runner is in that. Yeah, I think maybe what it is is he's... He's won the Oscar, yeah. and then he's gotten a lot of offers, and yes. then he's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to use my incredible art, you know, my incredible acting talent on Suicide Squad." Oh, they didn't need any acting talent on Suicide <laughs> Squad; they just wanted me to stand on the spot and say my lines. Okay, well, I'm going to be in this movie. Ah, oh, they don't really need me for blah. I think it's, and he's going to do the Johnny Depp where eventually he just does roles and he says the lines and he gets out. I right? Feel. Okay. Like it's, yeah, you're right. So he's the so he's the new Johnny Depp. He's the new Johnny Depp. Yeah, until he does something awful. Or people get sick of it. Yeah. Has he done anything awful yet? Maybe he hasn't. Yet. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Nice. We'll see how that goes. But uh, no, I mean, it's good I'm, It's good that we're getting that movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to do the nanotechnology? Well, that, that's what it is. But there's the, there's a new comic, which is quite good, isn't he? Where he's a former, he's a former assassin and he has to get back his nanobots. Yeah, there's there's a few series now because the, mm. the premise now is that he's not the... He's not the original bloodshot. There's like there's been a ten, there's been like a World War Two bloodshot and a right. Vietnam bloodshot and etc. So yeah, okay, it's pretty pretty good. I like that. It's like, a good one. I like a lot of Valiant stuff. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting when all these Valiant movies kick off because yeah. hopefully they'll do something completely different to Marvel and DC. I saw a press photo recently. Yeah, was of, it Jason, the Power Rangers guy, the Green Power Ranger? No, it was. It was a whole bunch of bloodshot heroes back to back, kind of like. And one's Exo Man of War, but he's not wearing the armor. He's just got like a flaming sword. Have you seen that photo? Is it a photo or is it like a Comic Con? No, it's a photo. I'll look it up. All right. I'll also look it Let's up. Let's both look it up. Let's leave this in. We need absolute silence while we look this up. I don't even know what I'm looking for here. Okay. I'm going to. I'm bloody find it. I'm bloody find it. All right. Yeah. The Green Power Ranger, though, did a. He did the. You know, they do that. Um, it's Wolverine versus the Terminator. Video oh, sure, the sure. Live yeah, action yeah, one. The, yeah. guy, the Green Power Ranger did one and he was blood. Bloodshot. Okay, right, right, right. And so there's been kind of call for him to do it. You know what? Maybe I made it up. It seems like something you'd make up. Mm-hmm. You'd lying sack of shit. No, oh, what? <laughs> it might be for Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe TV series 2017. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if that's tied into this. Who knows? Yeah. How? Who knows how the universe is going to work? I don't know. Man. Man. Mm. 
Next thing. Next thing. Uh, there were some Star Wars images leaked this week. Oh, yes, I've seen them. Uh, the various characters, Star Wars characters, but the one that people are talking about there, they're hot under the collar for, oh, yes. is, the, is the Snoke image. Uh, as, and as I showed you, I, yep. I, I got anonymously sent these like a few days before this, this This came out. We've seen some stuff that isn't even out there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing spoilery. But, oh, here uh, it is. It's the cover. It's looks. It's a. Uh, it's cover the mat for the Matt Kent Ninjak Shadow Man Rapture book, and that's is that's it live ex- action. It's Exo Man. No, it's. I guess it's just a. Ah, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, I'm okay with it. All right. Is that sword fire all the way down to the handle? Yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> Too hot to. Bit handle. ouchy. Yeah, yeah. If you ask me. <laughs> okay. Derek Theller is Exo Man of War. There you go. There yeah. You go. Mm. Anyway, thank you to that person for sending me through those things. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of? Snoke, whose name I can't say because someone will get fired. Not us, though. You've said it, though. It's Snoke. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he looks... He looks like a man. He looks like a melty man. Yeah. just He's just a man. That, does that throw all your Snoke theories off, Mason? He's everything probably you, just a man. Everything you knew about Snoke has been twisted on its head. I feel that it really does lend some credibility to the idea that he was just that stormtrooper that cracked his head. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Imagine the balls on the creators of... <laughs> On the on the director of, of Force Awakens and etc. If they were like, it's just him. There's no such thing as a bad concept, Mason. Exactly. Yeah. I've said that for years and years <laughs> or possibly minutes. But oh, imagine. Yeah. What if that were the twist? What if it was? And he's just sworn revenge because he cracked his head and all his co-workers made fun of him. <laughs> for, for, and then he's like... Well, They're watching the hollow footage again and again. Yeah. And maybe, maybe he cracked his head mm. and then he got ridiculed by his co-workers and they made him do latrine duty or whatever. So he was just, he's just mopping up and he sees the, the, the proton torpedo coming at the Death Star. And so he gets into a skate pod and he gets out. And then, you know, the, the Death Star's destroyed, but he makes it out and he's like, I'm swearing revenge. I'll be back. But against who, though? Yeah, he's floating in a toilet out to the, <laughs> yeah, to the depths exactly. of the galaxy. Oh, that's, you know what? Because he's, he's he has to float in the toilet for like years. And he has to drink his own pee. <laughs> that's constantly why he, recycled. he looks that way. That's why he looks that way because the pee's melted his circulatory system. But then. But he's he's driven mad and yeah. he's like, I'm gonna get them all because they me. And that's okay. Good theory, me. It's a great theory. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, there was the Darth Plagueis theory, which I was sure that that's who it was going to turn out to be. There's mm. hints towards the book that it's a man who just went to the edges of the galaxy of known okay. of known space and, and learnt some new stuff. Mm-hmm. There's other things that suggest that that he's an original Sith or original Jedi who's uh-huh. come back to be like, I'm gonna you know do this. My way, old yeah. school pee drinking way, floating <laughs> in the right. toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I think the creators have come out. Creators have come out and said it is a new character, so we're not going to probably find out it was anybody. Also, who can it be? Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? It's going to be satisfying, really. There's yeah, exactly. And again, it's it's the Force Awakens is is the soft reboot in the sense that if you mm. you can you can understand all of it without knowing. The, any of the previous backstory. To, so to reveal the villain is some somebody from the first three. Yeah. It's not going to work, right? Lando. Oh, what if it's Lando? <laughs> the pee has bleached his skin. <laughs> I think I think it's strange that th- this a lot of movies in S- S- The Force Awakens, which I quite like, is guilty of this. Yes. It's not so much that it's a mystery. It's just a mission. It's just a lack of information leading Wait, to... How so? Well... Like who is Snoke? 
what happened to Luke, all these kinds of things. The mystery is just, you're just leaving bits of information out. It's things like Ma- Ma- like Han Solo says to Maz Kanata, hey, where'd you get that lightsaber? She's like, another day. Uh-huh. Is it? Just say, I just, I, I had, he gave it to me. Right, Like, sure. why is that a mystery? I You're just leaving shit out for mm. the sake. I, I, it's that whole lost kind of thing where it's, it's not, it's not important enough where you can't just answer it on the fly. Yeah. Why, why, why is there several mysteries set up which can't possibly pay Again, off? Again, it's the solve it in a, it's the solve it in a post-it note situation. Yes, exactly. Somebody sent me, and I, somebody sent it to me on Twitter. It was a whole bunch of, uh, Movies that were solved with post-it notes, so it was like a, a post-it note to, for Ariel to give to like the the prince or whatever in Little Mermaid. It's like, hey, I uh, I, I, I traded my voice for whatever. I'm looking at here's the thing, you know, it would solve everything. So yeah, uh, sorry I don't have your name here, but uh, yeah, the lightsaber could just say I got it from I got it from Luke Skywalker. Yeah, whatever. Luke, Luke ran away because X Y. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do kind of cover that anyway. That's true. Of, whatever. Anyway, great. <laughs> uh, we've got- yeah, I, I, you know what? You're right, though. I do hate the idea of a character who's like another. I can't tell you. Yeah, the rule, the rules of the universe say I can't, except for the Phantom Stranger. DC's Phantom Stranger, who I again I like. Well, that's what he is. Yeah, he's the guy. He can't tell you that. Can't shit. tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, we've got a scoop though, Mason. Scoop. The hottest scoop. Ooh. Scoop it out. Oh, it's my scoop. Is yeah. It? Okay, right. It's in the old email. Our famous segment, Hot Scoop or a Shot of Poop, which is a segment <laughs> in which we tell you a hot scoop and if the scoop turns out not to be true, James has to take a shot of poop. <laughs> he promised he would. Did we, was that, did we record that when we said that? I don't think we did. So listen, I will do a shot of poop. Good. <laughs> I'm going to go on the record. Nice, good. Uh, okay, I'll just dig that up. Here we go. What do we got? Well, we're not, we're not going to say the name. No. But, uh, Okay. This is Han Solo related? Yep. Uh, so, uh, uh, Han Solo related. He was uh, he was talking to some friends who were working on Han Solo. Yep. Number one. Ready. Also, as with our segment, Hot Scoop or a Shot of Poop, uh, <laughs> this could be true or it could be lies. Once again, we have literally no way of verifying whether this is true or not. Yes. Don't report it on don't any website. Don't report it on any websites. <laughs> or do. If you do, don't credit us. Or do. <laughs> Uh, number one, his friends were telling them about Woody Harrelson and his prunes without any questions. Whoop. So he thinks this is legit. So in the past, we've we've received information yes. that Woody Harrelson only eats organic prunes, and he will step he will step down the the production of a movie. He will step he on his, a man's neck until he gets his prunes. Yeah. Uh, no, point number two. Disney love Ron Howard, and they are from the sounds of things reshooting about eighty percent of the movie. Jesus. Uh, doing one scene a week apparently. Is that good? Is that uh, enough? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how, who knows how time works? Yeah. Uh, the costume and camera people are all signed on to work on it until Christmas. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, Jason Momoa has been on the set. Cameo question mark? Potentially. Put it, say we said it. Well, they're doing, there's that rumor that they're going to get a famous person in a Stormtrooper outfit in every movie. Because remember, Daniel Craig is in episode seven. Oh yeah, that's right. And I'm, I won't spoil it, but there's there's someone who's going to be in eight. And actually, no, there was no one in Rogue One, I think, as far as we know. So maybe that's not the case. Right anyway, sorry. Go on, Mason. Continue. Oh yes, uh, number four. One of the costume people was sent. Uh, some of the costume people were sent like luxury hampers from Disney. Very nice. Uh, posh posh gifts. Yeah. Uh, and and pay rise. They were pay rises because apparently uh, they there was an actor in a full prosthetic suit. Uh, which caught fire around them. So Jesus, how does that happen? Don't know. So yeah, the 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 costume person 
put out the fire and pulled the actor out of the suit. So that's lucky because a lot of those things you're like sewn into. And yeah, like right. Bits exactly. Stuck to your head. Well, that's the thing I've always feared yeah. as someone who it's never happened to. <laughs> but you know when they back in the day they used to make the if you if they were going to make you build your mask like a prosthetic mask what they would do is they would like cover your entire head yeah. and then put like straws up your nose. Or they still do that. That's yeah. You could die. Yeah, you could die. Yeah. What if you what if you could, you've got a cold or something and two straws up your nose isn't enough <laughs> to get the oxygen required? You'll die. Yeah. Yeah. What if it just pours straight up your nose? Oh, no. <laughs> You'll die. Yeah. So you're saying you never want a head cast. No. I guess also they can do it digitally now. Yeah. They could scan you digitally and then print your head if they wanted to. They could do that. But yeah. I know they still do those molds. Like it still Ugh. still happens. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird that that's one of my fears, but it'll never happen. Why would it? You never know, Mason. I guess that's true, yeah. That's, uh, that, uh, you know what? We should petition for you to get a wax figure. Why? Like a life-size no. Madame Tussauds no. style. Have you no. ever seen Madame Tussauds, the wax figure? No, not yeah. in person, no. Some are, some are great. Some are really off-putting. I know. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people I know, hugging the um, wax figure of Hitler. So that's a that's a good one. That's a great one. It's a it's a it's a, the old standard there. Also, yeah. they big up the height on them because I remember when I was a, I, I there was one in Melbourne. I went to when I was like fourteen, uh-huh. and I was a little bit shorter than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Knee high to a grasshopper. That's right, or a Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and then I went about three or four years ago. I went to the one in London, and he was like six seven. Like he oh, grows, he was right. taller. He was growing okay. taller. Mm. Yeah, so. There you go. Wow. Do you think every six months or so they email the likeness, the, the person that they've made the likeness of them, they're like, hey, listen, mm. just Arnie, just so you know, Brad Pitts, he's going to he's gonna be two <laughs> inches taller in, in a couple of weeks. So you want to you wanna, you wanna spend a little green? You want to spend a little of that Terminator 7 money and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll build you up. We'll give you some elevator shoes. But uh, if not, you're going to look pretty weedy. Ridiculous. Mm. Uh, mm. Anyway, those hot scoops... What do you think? Validity? Uh, Seems reasonable enough. Yeah, He's I feel- been very reliable in the past to this person. That's true, yeah. 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 Okay, I think maybe yeah. they're onto something. I wouldn't surprise me that they're doing 80% of this stuff, though. Like, reshooting. Yeah, right, it, okay. It, it, was the, it was the disaster that Disney uh-huh. was saying, well, you know, alluding to. Then, yeah, they'll, they'll have to reshoot a lot of it. But it does also come out in May. So, yeah, right. And it's, it's still coming out in May. They're not true. They're not pushing it back, as far mm. as we know. But, yeah, so... Bloody hell. But also, it's like that thing we talked about with Justice League. If they've got the special effects, that's already working. The action set pieces are in place. The Millennium Falcon's probably flying through a whatever. Like, you can <laughs> you can do that independent of shooting stuff, yeah. is what I'm saying. When you yeah. said wherever, I immediately went to laundromat. The Millennium Falcon's <laughs> like flying. Like a giant laundromat? No, it's a regular-sized laundromat. It's, it's in and out in like two seconds, and that man's business is ruined. <laughs> Great. It's like a suburban. It's like a London suburban laundromat. There's bubbles everywhere. There's bubbles and loose change everywhere, and just a crowd immediately swarms it and grabs all the coins. Fantastic. Uh, mustache news. We've got to talk yeah, about we, this. This is very good. Right. So, can I take the lead on this? Absolutely, one? you can. So, apparently, yeah. they've had to do some reshoots on the set of Justice League. Yes. With Henry Cavill, yep, the 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 man himself, the Superman, the Superman, Superman in Justice League confirmed. <laughs> we got it. Hot scoop, hot scoop. Nobody's eating poop today. That's right. <laughs> but uh, 
They've had to br- so they've had to bring him back, but he's the villain. Henry Cavill is the villain in Mission Impossible Six, yeah, for which he's grown a ridiculous mustache. I think he looks good. He looks pretty good because he's very handsome, though. That's why. Yeah. See, that's uh, yeah. Like us, we couldn't pull off that no, mustache. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but apparently, mm. there's been a tiff between, I guess, Warner uh, Brothers Mountain. and Paramount yeah. over whether or not he's going to shave the mustache to go back and film Justice League. And Paramount have won the TIFF, and so... Well done. So Superman is currently on set filming with a mustache. <laughs> and what are they going to do? They're going to CGI the mustache, I guess. <laughs> yes. Nice. This is what we've always been waiting for, honestly. This is... This is what... I, I feel this is one of the... Uh, this must be a hypothetical I feel we may have discussed before. Maybe not on the show. Right, yeah. But, like... This is, you know what? This, it's the Cesar Romero as the Joker. It's exactly it. Where they just the grease paint. They just yeah. grease paint over it because he refused <laughs> to shave it. That's incredible. I love that. There's there's had to be negotiators on this. Yeah, like so he's gonna. Sh- I, I what I think is they're gonna be like, hey, can we borrow Henry Cavill for this? And they're like, sure. Like there's they're at like the Chateau Marmont having lunch. Like two executives, like yeah. a Warner Brothers and a Paramount executive. And they're like, oh, so we can we can have we can have Henry back for a few days coming. And they're like, oh, sure thing. And he's like. All right, well, we'll shave that mustache and we'll uh, we'll get that we'll get it filmed. See you later. And the guy's like, "Excuse me, <laughs> well, we'll just say? shave the mustache." No, you you will not. And then they both snap fingers and lawyers appear with briefcases and they're like, and then they immediately start yelling at each other. And that'd be pretty good. Because I was speaking to Hollywood Pete earlier this week. Oh yeah, friend of Hollywood Pete, sure. Uh, and because he, he's got a, like some experience in special effects and, and filmmaking and, and whatnot, and he was saying by far it would be easier to CGI on a mustache yeah. than take one off. Right. Because you'd have to you have to get the lip movement right. Like that Yeah. That's hard. This is gonna cost millions of dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. To, to get this right. And you what you could yeah, exactly you just shave it off and then you can just draw it on. Yeah. But with this you have to Because with a mustache it just it's the one piece. It's the one piece, with yeah. The, with if you have to draw if you have to paint over it and then draw on lips. Yeah. The lips have to move. People have done photoshops and video of Superman with mustaches. Uh-huh. Like they've taken existing footage and it looks fine. Yeah. So it's very possible to do this. Mm. But it is, I think it really is that case of like you were talking about. It's two studios just like, like we're not budging on this. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And to them, millions of dollars means nothing. Yeah. So. I mean, they could, Warner Brothers could, could also even say, listen, we'll pay for the CGI mustache yeah, for you to right. put it back on. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm sure it was discussed. It would have to have yeah, been. Yeah. Final off, we'll pay for the CGI mustache. <laughs> and then the, the director of Mission Impossible 6 is like, no, it will not look authentic. I'll be able to tell and that's what's important. Well, that Henry will be able... <laughs> see, that's the thing. But all, you know what I also bet they discussed? I bet they also went... Like both sides went, well, Henry won't be able to act properly if he's got like one side will be like he won't be able to be Superman if he's got a mustache. It's going to distract him, and the, the other guy will be like, but he's had a mustache in all the other scenes, so it's he's he's going to have a cold upper lip while he films the rest of it, and he's going to look cold. He didn't look cold in all the other scenes, you know. I want to see, I want to see behind the scenes footage of this. This is going to be. I so need good. to see it. I think it's one of these things where it's never going to come out. Oh, like no, we're I never going to see it. We absolutely will. Like, and I'd love to. I'd love it if they just put like a green 
matte paint. Like, like they've just yeah, put, like, right. You know what I mean? Like a green sticker over yeah, it to right. make it easier in post production. Mm. Or one ping pong ball. Yeah, <laughs> one ping pong ball in between his nose and his lip. I think it, I think maybe it'll be under wraps for a long time, but then we'll see like that. Remember there was you know there's a couple of shots of Nicolas Cage as Superman. Right, it'll come out like that. So like twenty years yeah. time or whatever. Yeah. Also, it'll also probably appear as like in the future as a meme and yes. people pretend like he had a mustache the whole time or yep. like, can you rem- remember in 2017 when Superman had a mustache? Superman's been around long enough that his characters had a mustache. Not true. That's very funny yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But there's the meme that it's, it's a, it's a Avengers comic panel Yeah, and it's, it's Iron Man and Captain America. And it says like Iron Man saying, what you need is some good solid dick from an Iron Man. Very right. good. And, but, and it goes underneath, it's like, these comics have been going so long that dick used to mean advice. No, it didn't. That's not Somebody's just photoshopped the yeah. word advice out and put <laughs> dick in there. <laughs> when is that ever? <laughs> it's never. Never, ever. That's yeah, good. I think that's because, you know, there's that Joker's boner comic. Yeah, that like, one's real. Yeah, that was a real one, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, look, I don't know, man. It's, this is going to be great. I cannot wait for the first set photos of this. Yeah, it's going to, it's going. But also, this is nothing but good news for Mission Impossible because mustaches. Well, yeah, because it's got that movie in the public consciousness already. That's true. And when yeah. that movie's coming out, like there will be buzz around it for this very reason. Yeah, right. So everybody wins, Mason. But do you think though mm. the buzz would be bigger? If they, if we all knew that he had, he was have, he had a CGI mustache. I would find that so distracting. I'm gonna find it distracting in Justice League because I'll be looking for yeah, it the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll be jumping pixels yeah, all right, over his yeah. upper lip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, actually, I, I did a video this week on the dumbest CGI in film. Oh yeah, off the back of this because mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a whole lot of stuff where it's just what why why would you do that? Anyway, yeah, right. I'll link it below. If people want to check it out. But nice. Anyway. This is this is the age we live in, apparently. Yeah. God. All right. What do we got? There's a guy just, you know, and I bet the lawyers are also like, like they're making bank off the back of this mustache discussion, so they're trying to stretch it out as long as possible. They're making backroom deals over the mustache. They're like, hey, what do we, what do we? They're in a bar later, and they're like, what do we suggest this? And then they'll go back and forth for a week on it, and we'll. We'll really clean bit up. Bit of dough. This, bit of dough on this, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Now, Mason. All right, cease your prattling, James. Okay, sorry. About whatever we're talking about just there. I'll stop. If you could. Well, I have. Hey, here's a question for you. Mm. When you were a, a kid and you were listening, you were you were listening with rapt attention to the radio, Triple J, you were yeah. loving it. When you were watching the TV, watching ABC TV, you were loving the Gruen transfer. Yes. When you were just, when you go to the comedy festival and laughing your ass off with, with thousands of other people, did you ever think for any moment that at some point you'd be sitting in a room with your childhood hero, me, <laughs> ever in your life? Every day is a blessing, Isn't I'll tell you though? that much. But <laughs> as a side note, we've, we've brought in a very special guest who may very well have been on the radio, Triple J, who's been on TV, who's had a million billion shows at the Melbourne International Comedy yeah. Festival, sell out shows. It's 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 Will Anderson. It's bloody Will Anderson. Hello. Hey. Hey, mate. Hello. We don't that, that, was, that was very good, actually. <laughs> oh, I did, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I like that. that whole bit. Oh, I did a bit. <laughs> I was like, this actually, my appearance on this show is not going to be as good as that bit. Oh, no. <laughs> <So>. Disagree. <laughs> and also, for a start, I was just like, man, he's just making me feel real old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when you were just born yeah, and you were right? watching The Glass House? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, like, I did, I loved Adam and Will at school. Like, I, I was really upset <laughs> when... You can say Adam and, and you. 
these sure. Oh, these that's right true. Here. Yeah, that's right. You're right here. And when, I remember when you got taken off, I was like, "This is bullshit." I can't even remember who replaced you. I think I just stopped listening. It was it was a sad day for me. I mean, just for the record, we didn't get taken off. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> actually, we, I mean, just <laughs> let's on. not rewrite history, yeah, guys. You, you opted out. We opted out. <laughs> we walked away, and we did. And like in retrospect, mm. this is crazy. Like, but. We told people at the start of the year uh-huh. and then we're just like, took a one-year lap of honour. Yeah, right, that's <laughs> that's right. essentially, it was like, people are really going to need yeah, some yeah. time to mourn this, so <laughs> we'll get them used to it at the start of the year. Hey, we're leaving. Oh, no, not for a year. <laughs> Isn't that what Hamish and Andy are doing at the moment? Yeah. They're doing their lap of honour, aren't they? I mean, it really feels like those, like somebody saying to someone they're married to, uh, I'm going to leave you, yeah. but in a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, Get your yeah. affairs in order. Yeah. Get yeah. the grieving period done, and then I'll just wave bye-bye at the end. It'll be great. Whatever it is you liked about me, I'll still yep. do that for a year. Yeah, we'll right. go to some old places you used to love, but in a year, I am gone. <laughs> so enjoy me now. I'm glad we've got you for this, though, because speaking of Charlie, your co-host for TOEFOP. Yes. You're a big Batman fan. Well, obviously, that's, that's evident to anybody who's listened to TOEFOP at all, which is probably a lot of people listening to this. You even have a little disclaimer at the start of your show, which is like, which is Batman. Centric. It particularly started though because when we started doing the podcast, it was kind of the era of the Nolan back. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's you've right. been doing your seven years. Yeah, right? seven, yeah. seven and a half years, something like that. Yeah, um, it's going to get good sometime. <laughs> that's that's what we're determined. But by, <laughs> by year ten, we think by year yeah. ten it might get good. Absolutely, and we'll, rec- and we'll actually be able to publish every episode we record, <laughs> but except for Superpod. So, um, I, no, I loved uh, Batman from when I was a kid, though, because yeah. as people might have seen when Adam West uh, recently uh, passed on, recently mm-hmm. died, his real name wasn't Adam West. That was his, like, show business performing name. Uh-huh. And his real name was Will Anderson. <laughs> like, that's true. Wait. Yeah, William but- West Anderson no is shit. Adam West's real name. Yeah. So from when I was a kid growing up with TV's The Batman, mm. I was also aware that TV's The Batman <laughs> had rejected my name because it would be no good for a career in show business. That's right. <laughs> That's disheartening. We've never actually, because we've been saving talking about the Dark Knight trilogy for something special to happen. A Batman movie, another one or something. We thought this is a perfect opportunity. So we'd love to talk about that with you. Brilliant. Yeah. Not around you. Not around yeah. you. I, I mean, mean, I'd enjoy that, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> Look how much we know about Batman. I mean, here we go. Here we go. i got to be honest. I already know my opinions. Yeah, that's sure. right. So I'd be glad to just listen to yours for a while. <laughs> Do you remember going into... the? Uh, what did you expect of Batman Begins going in in 2005? Were you like, this is going to change the world in a, in a way that Batman and Robin didn't? It had been seven years since that. I don't know if you remember. Here's the thing. The I've, I've always... like, I mean, because I've always loved Batman, I haven't... Since re-watching some of those films, mm-hmm. like, I've realised they're terrible. <laughs> but, but at the time, I loved Batman enough, and uh-huh. I loved the idea. We didn't live in this world that, you know, we live in now, it's where there's another yeah. superhero movie, like, next week That's that you right. can go and see. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like, they're making a movie about Batman? That'll do. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. Right? I feel I've had the opposite reaction, and I think at the time, I remember, I, I, I was sort of at that, that angsty post-teen era where I'm like, these movies are terrible, I hate them so much. And in retrospect, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Batman and Robin's right. fun. Like, it's a, it's camp and it's dumb and that's... I'm on board with that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. I rewatch those movies whenever they're on TV, oh, which yes. is about every week. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. No, there's particular moments that you just come to love. Like, yeah. there's a scene 
in the Michelle Pfeiffer one, and she's great. Yeah, she she's was. really fantastic in that movie. Uh-huh. But there's a scene like where they like the mistletoe can be deadly. That's yeah. right. Eat it, yeah. and it's just one of those things Some now because we googled movie. like, and I'm not even sure it is. Like, I think that's actually even a lie. I yeah, don't right. Think, like, you'd have to eat a lot of mistletoe to die, basically, <laughs> right? So yeah. unless you're having a whole bale of mistletoe, so right? <laughs> it's a very flawed premise. It's but, more the thorns in your stomach that's killing you there. I feel, but. I, I imagine that mistletoe, like sometime in the next decade, will be revealed as a superfood. And oh, it'll be, that's right. No yeah. doubt. Mm, mm. And then two years after that, it, that it gives you cancer. <laughs> there's, always, there's that cycle, yeah. But in between those movies, and um, I'd never been a really big comic book kid, mm. um, but in between those movies, um, I became really friendly like with a guy called Justin Hamilton, who's oh, yeah. a really yeah. brilliant stand-up comedian, and mm. he loves comic books. And so he started going, well, you love Batman, but mm. you haven't really read much... Batman stuff and right, he sort sure. of started yeah he was like he w- he was like my sommelier of like oh, comic sure, books yeah. right he would uh-huh. go you gotta read this mm. and then read this yes, and he did right. all the heavy work for me yeah, sure. he curated a Batman world that mm. I very much enjoyed and I loved Christopher Nolan because right. like, Memento had been one of my favourite films like and I kind of followed mm. him you know since then and yeah. I was really excited about the idea that this director that I really liked was making a Batman film yeah sure I felt exactly the same like hearing that he was the name on board like he wasn't huge then he'd done Memento I think he'd done Insomnia which it, which I don't think it's fine. I don't really. I'm not really a Pacino guy. I actually <laughs> really like that movie. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I I must admit, like it's fair to say in Christopher Nolan movies, it's hard to even the ones I don't like, I will defend. Yeah, no, no fair enough. Right. No, so, I, I am generally I quite the like same. Insomnia. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So from the get go, you're like, right, I'm on board. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this dark kind of re- reimagining thing. Did you walk out of that going, that's exactly what I wanted, or were you like, oh, I miss the Tim Burton kind of side of things. I miss that campy element and the and the rubber costume and no, I was a hundred percent on board. Yeah. Like, I, I reckon I saw it, like, the next day again. Mm, yeah. I was so into it. I, I, cu- I couldn't have enough of it. I was just <laughs> like, this is the structure of a movie that I like. Yeah. You know, I loved every... I mean, I love that the prison scene at the start. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Where, like, I'm your worst nightmare, no, uh-huh. your practice. Like, from Absolutely. there, I was just like, this is going to be awesome. This whole movie is going to be great. Yeah. I completely agree. Because th- there's that opening bit that we've never really gotten before with the origin of Batman, where he yeah. does travel the world for, like, five, ten years just kicking the shit out of people and getting the shit kicked out of him everything else is just kind of he's he's fully formed i remember you saying as well you enjoyed the the trailer leading up because it's not a batman begins trailer oh yeah until it's not revealed as that sorry until the end it's a teaser trailer of just a man sort of searching around the world for the reason that his his parents were murdered and he finds there's something in the darkness that won't stop until it until it finds revenge and it's him and then there's just one second of like just, just Batman. It's just, it's just these desolate landscapes of like Tibet and like a funeral at a mansion and all this sort of stuff. And it just, and yeah, after you know a, the last movie, which was just this Technicolor nightmare, it just, it would just, it, it blew. And it was in this area before every trailer got to the internet first, and you got ten million views in a day. And so you could go into the cinema and be like, "What's this? Yeah. This could be anything." And then Batman, he's back, and it just, yeah. I mean, I think they did an amazing job with that. Like, I've heard you guys talk about this on the podcast before, which is that idea of, like, when they just put too much of the good stuff in the trailer. Yeah, right. right? And, like, I said to someone the other day, they they said to me, they said, what did you think of the new Spider-Man movie? And I said, ah... You know, I, I liked it, but I didn't. And then I was like, hang on, I haven't seen the new Spider-Man <laughs> movie. Right. I've just read enough reviews and seen enough on the trailers online that in my head I thought I had seen the new Spider-Man yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, whereas, like, Nolan used to, I don't 
know if it's true or even if it was apocryphal at the time, but yeah, you used to hear that he wouldn't reveal anything from the last third of his films oh, in really? the trailers. Okay, yeah. And that was like kind of a rule he had coming into trailers that you wouldn't be saying anything that was from the last third of the film. So sure, that when right. you went and saw it, mm. there was still this whole entire act for you to kind of, you know, discover. And that's like with Interstellar, the first trailer for that was just a cornfield and Matthew McConaughey crying. And that was it. And it's like, what? what is this? Did you like Christian Bale as Batman? You're on board with the voice? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm not sure that anyone was 100% on board with the voice. He was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? But that was kind of after I was a I was certainly a voice justifier. Right. Like if you got a, if you got in an argument with people, like I, I like the fact that it's still comic booky. Yeah. Like, and I'm also, we'll get to it, I'm sure, but I'm also, a, you know, a Bane voice supporter. Right? Oh my goodness. Right, you know. Well, they, you have gone too far, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I want a bit of that. You know? Yeah, I right. Want, uh-huh. I, want, I want a bit of that sort of, okay, he's got this different identity. He's putting oh. this voice on for a reason. It is a performance. Like he's literally giving a performance in that moment, mm-hmm. like because he doesn't need to talk like that. There are <laughs> moments. There are moments in the movie where he's talking to people who know that he is Bruce Wayne, or he's, he's by himself. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. Yeah, he's, he's like he's got a good commitment. He's like, once I'm in the suit, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I don't talk in the Bruce Wayne voice yep. when I'm in the suit. You know the rules. I think it got more ridiculous as it went on because there was seven years between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. People had made fun of it so much. So by the time the third one rolled around, it was kind of like, oh, he's still doing this okay even though it's kind of it's been memed and joked about so much but he's just he's just 100 committed to it the voice i don't love but i do love his bruce wayne is amazing right because he's because he's kind of got three personalities he's got the he's got his real kind of dark persona sitting in a cave being sad he's got batman and then he's got the br- bl- pff, the bruce wayne playboy kind of thing where he pretends he's a drunk and he's stumbling around he's kicking people out of the party because there's ninjas coming in but he's like how the fuck do i get these people out of here as quickly as possible. Oh, just make an ass of myself and then say I burnt down my house. I'll wear that, whatever. <laughs> like, that side of it we hadn't really seen. Like, I love Michael Keaton. I think he's a good Batman. But his Bruce Wayne is kind of... It's a bit bit weird for me. I don't know. Is that the same for you? or He's a big old nerd. <laughs> sure. it's, it's, Keaton, it's Keaton Bruce Wayne. But it's... The mm. thing that I enjoy, and we don't get to see too much of in these movies, and I would love to see a little bit more of this, like, you know, if they're going to have a look at it again, it... I mean, after they're done with... No, they're done with Batman. Whatever whatever they're done with whatever this is. Yeah, right. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Like, it's like like at the moment they're dating someone I don't approve of. Sure, right. I feel like... They're going to get it out of their system. Yeah, right. it's going to be fine. And then we can go back to someone that I can enjoy You know what? More, I didn't right? want to say it at the time, right. but he was kind of... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a <laughs> No, I get this. This is a rebound thing. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. Then you've seen... Uh-huh. Yeah. You're experimenting. You're trying different things. <laughs> but we just like someone you can bring to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos can be removed. It's right. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. So are you not on board for like Ben Affleck as Batman, or you just don't like this new world comparatively to the Dark Knight stuff? Uh, all of the above, probably. Oh, okay, right. I mean, yeah. I can have a more mm. nuanced view of that like yeah. you know i would have been fo- i'm not anti ben affleck in like i normally think that if ben affleck directs a movie that's why i was hopeful when they said he was going to direct yeah. because i'm like i think ben affleck's the only guy who knows how to direct ben affleck if sure, you look yeah. at all his best performances mm. they're in movies that he directs himself that's true. and when yeah. other people direct him they put him in these things that just don't make sense. The sum so, of all fears. Right. I haven't said it. But yeah. <laughs> well, Pearl Harbor. Anything, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Like, uh-huh. just all these movies where yeah. you're just like, this is not properly cast for who you are. Yeah. But he actually gets him. Yeah, right? absolutely. And that's the thing I feel like with all these other directors, that, that if he'd been good as Batman, I would have had no problem with mm. him. Right. 
So right. you thought even as his performance, you were like, I hate his kind of Bruce Wayne. I hate, I hate the, the voice modulator thing you weren't a fan of. Like- okay, so the Bruce Wayne. So this is what I would say again. Mm. Like uh, the, the thing I liked about the Christian Bale Bruce Wayne, and we didn't get to see enough of, and I would have loved to see more of, mm. was that scene, you know, where like the models are in the, you know, like they're splashing around in the hotel thing. And yes. the guy comes up and complains and he's like, I just bought this hotel. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> you <yeah>. know, like <laughs> that sort of stuff I love. That's like, one of my favourite scenes from that whole movie. And, like, in, in a worst director's hands, that would have been enough. That would have been yeah. the out of that scene. But what you actually get to see, and this is why Nolan is actually really good in this sort of stuff, is you see him walking downstairs, you know, with these two wet models, and then he literally runs into Rachel, who's this girl that mm. he doesn't want to see him. He's trying to convince her he's not this guy. Right, sure. And then for this other reason. Like, that's the... I think that's the next level that he brings to those things, where you feel like yeah. all these things happen... But there's also at some stage going to be a reason or a consequence for this thing happening. It's not just there because we came up with a cool action sequence or we came up with a cool Uh idea for this. These things all make sense to the story that we're trying to tell. So many films are built that way. Look at Fast and Furious films, which are fun. Like I I like them, but they're kind of like, can we do a submarine in a car? And then they're like, (laughs) okay, now we need to write to that specific scenario. But yeah, his films to me always seem like... And they don't always 100% work, but this kind of intricate clockwork of ideas that, that kind of mesh together in a really mechanical way. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, I can bore you endlessly one day <laughs> that is not today about how good the prestige is and how no one understands it. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely have gripes with that cloning machine situation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's uh, I, I like that he has always played with that structure. And yeah. there is a reason for that sort of structure yeah. in his movies. Yeah. Because even though his movies are two and a half hours long, they don't feel like a Transformers where you're just like, this needs to stop or, you know, I'm going to kill myself. You know, right. that, that kind of situation. Yeah. Did you ever see Superman? Returns because that came out the year after and yeah. it made more money, but they, they didn't get a sequel. No. Yeah, did, did that appeal to you at all? We, I thought that was it. Brandon Roth was that his yeah, name? Was, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Now TV's the Atom on. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind him. He's yeah. got and, a certain charm about him, yeah. And yeah. he actually, I saw it was on the other night and I, I thought, maybe I'll check back in with this and I'll <laughs> have a little look at it and see uh-huh. what I remember. And he looks good as Superman. Yeah, he's very he's, he's Chris Reeve Superman. Yeah, That's, like, yeah. I mean, it's a pity mm. that it didn't work because mm-hmm. he actually looks like a really yeah. good... He could have made a really good Superman. I think in a more dynamic movie, I know you have the problem with it, that it's just kind of drab and boring and he's just yeah. like... Yeah, it is. Dad, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. It's really... You're like, what is... Man, what? <laughs> yeah. And I understand that it's a love letter to, to Superman movies gone by. But yeah, I think, well, yeah. But I think it, it, it that's also an era that's gone by and that's... They're good to look back upon, but I don't think in this in this climate, I don't think you can bring that back. But mm. you know, good on them for giving good it a go. Giving yeah. it a go, yeah. So out of I just got to ask you this: yeah. out of Bale, Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney, Affleck, West, Anderson, whatever his real name is, do you have a favourite? Oh, uh, okay. That, yeah, that's an interesting question. Mm. Um, I would say uh, in order. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> from first to last. Yes, great. Uh, I'm going to say Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. And I'm going to say it just because, like like a sports person who you never know, are they playing in a really good team and that elevates them? Right, uh-huh. But they played in the best Ooh. team. They won the most championships. Yeah, right. It's my right, favourite yeah. group mm-hmm. of movies. And he was like the quarterback of, he's the Batman in my favourite Batman You're movies. You're speaking not my language of sports, <laughs> but I sort of get it from the context. I tried to I make an it. analogy. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> All right. Okay, oh. no, that makes 100% sense to me. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, But, yeah, elevated by that probably. Mm. Then I would say uh, Michael Keaton, right. Val Kilmer. 
<laughs> oh my goodness! No, no, yes. I, I'm, I'm okay with Valkyrie. Like yeah. um, uh, then uh, Ben Affleck, uh, then Adam West, <laughs> then just because I'm not as much of a fan of the campy things, so I'm right, gonna put uh, Affleck sure. in front. You know, I don't think Affleck's doing a terrible job. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then George Clooney. Mm. Uh, did yeah. I miss somebody on the way? No, I think that's, that's that all. It? And then they've got people who say, what about the animated ones or whatever? And they're all they're all great, generally. They're speaking. all great. Yeah. All the yeah. animated <laughs> ones equal first. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> exactly. So you you were like into Batman around this time. You started reading a bit of material. The big point of contention in these movies is Batman kills a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, do you have a problem where Batman's like, I'm not going to kill this criminal, but I'll kill 40 ninjas in this building. I'll explode it. That's fine. Does that uh, bother you? Or are you like, eh, it's just the world. It's the universe that he's in. Yeah, I think it's the universe he's in. Mm. I was fine with that because I kind of like the idea that it was at least pretending that idea that this, what if what if this could actually happen right now? Right, yeah. And to be honest, in the world that this it's now become, I mean, the irony has been since The Dark Knight Rises, the world has become more like the world in The Dark Knight <laughs> right. Rises. Well, it has, and yeah. To the point where Donald Trump has actually used lines. Like that was that famous thing that went around the internet. There's a line from <laughs> Bane's speech right. in The Dark Knight Rises that was later used by Donald Trump in his inauguration speech, mm, that's I right. believe. I'd so, love to know if that was an accident. Actually, he because he tweeted at the time that he was a fan of that film. Didn't he come out of it and he goes, I just went, I saw it in Trump Towers and it was the best movie I've ever seen or whatever. And then I guess it just stuck in his brain or someone's brain. That's so bizarre. So <laughs> I think that, um, you know, that sort of social commentary element to it though, is it was something that um, I, I liked and you can't do that when no one dies. Like right. the minute, <laughs> right, the minute sure. that no one dies, in, uh-huh. like that Batman's in all these, like this is a real life situation uh-huh, sure, where yeah. all these terrible things are happening, <laughs> but at no stage will Batman ever kill anybody. Yeah. I'm very much like a just no Batman and guns guy. Right, that's sure, what I'm yeah, like. Sure. I'm yeah. happy for him to kill people. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want him to, like, he, he doesn't use guns. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's part of the fun. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> and I think for me also, I'm, I'm okay with it as compared to Batman v Superman because, like you said, the world for, the world that it's in makes sense. But Ben Affleck Batman's all, all like, Superman, you shouldn't kill anybody. You do the right thing all the time. And then he's just gunning down criminals in the streets. Yeah. It's, it's not, I just, I, just, I just don't understand. Well, and the other thing is, making. a lot of the time, I, I, li- I like to think that Batman, you know, in his universe, you know, he's at least fighting professionals. Oh, sure, yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like Superman in that movie. There was a lot of, like, collateral damage of very yeah. innocent people. <laughs> yes. Whereas mostly in Batman's world, it's like, well, ninjas know what they've signed up That's for. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mostly you have good days as a ninja, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. But occasionally, you know, mm. one's coming. Mm. Occasionally, you're going to have a bad gig. You've when ninjas that- get together, all they talk about <laughs> is bad ninja gigs. That's right. right. If you're in a, yeah, a city-destroying cult... You got to get some comeuppance eventually. Right. Yeah. You have a problem with the suit, yeah. The cape in particular, too clothy. Oh, it's You're not too- a fan. I remember you saying that. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. But do you like the bat suit? Uh, His version. Look, it's fine. But I think I don't know. They de- they decided to let him. I don't know. He almost has the ability to fly in these right, movies, yeah, and I yeah. feel that's. I don't know. Again, uh, you know, it's it's some it's supposed to be something of the real universe. I feel that. He was given too many technical advantages. I feel. I mean, sure, he's a billionaire and he has access to military contracts and etc. But come on. Yeah, yeah. No, that's mm. fair enough. Yeah, well, but also he's just a dude. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, he, fine. so he needs a leg up. Yeah, yeah I guess he does. Yeah, like, often he's against people who are like more than dudes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. You know. I really love though that they speaking of tech, they tried something new with the Batmobile. Because I feel like at that point, we've kind of seen every variation on the Tim Burton kind of version. And they went, you know what, fuck it, let's just build a tank. Because he would need a tank. If this is a real situation and he needs to pancake cop cars to escape, then that's what, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of thing that, that he's going to need. 
thought that was a really. Uh, do you a fan of the Tumblr? No, I hate it. You, you hate it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> end of discussion. End no, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Mason. Oh, sorry. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> no, I I like that. And I the other thing was the Batmobile was getting to the point where it was getting so everything got bigger for a while. It did, didn't it? You know, it had to have more stuff. <laughs> everything and, it had ribs at one point and glowing like a glowing heart and, as <laughs> yeah. an engine. And, yeah. It was like pimp my Batmobile. It really yeah. was. Yeah. And you never got to see any of the. Kind of part of the idea is if it's going to have all this cool stuff, let us see. But it was really only just ever implied, and there was never enough time yes. in the movie. Yeah, to right. Go, why? Why does he have all these extra bits? Yeah. Sure, yeah. What does that button do? He needs a grappling hook to turn a corner in Batman '89 because it's so unwieldy, and it only went like thirty k an hour. But this new one was like they had trouble keeping up with it because they built like a proper machine, which is pretty insane. I just, I just question why he would take the time to build a persona as a bat with a tank. Right. Like I don't know, like bats are not like to be this known. kind of mythical kind of creature of the night. And I have a car. It's a flying like, br- it's just a flying brick. I mean, give it some wings or something. I don't know. That's I mean, a good point. I mean it's mostly about branding though. Isn't it though? Exactly. I mean right, that is yeah. the big message of these uh, like entire movies. We mm. yeah, that idea that you can become something more. That That's you can right, become yeah. like only a symbol can kind of you know, be used to fight this sort of thing. Which is essentially just branding. Absolutely. I mean in the right. Dark Knight Rises, at literally at one of the most pivotal times in the entire like universe as like his best friend in the world is going out onto the ice and may about to drop to his death. Batman does take the time to set up that fancy bat on the bridge thing. That's and right. Drop everything down before he goes and helps him out <laughs> yeah. at the last moment. So always about the branding. That's right. Absolutely. And, he, and he cracks open a sprite just before. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh. Yeah. You know what this movie? There's two things this movie I think does really well. One they do really well, and one they don't. The stealth stuff is great. You know where he's like interrogating the criminal at the docks uh-huh. and they're kind of like, where's this guy coming from? What is he? Some kind of monster. But then when you see the actual hand-to-hand fighting, it's shot so close up and they kind of, they fix this in the dark night. All you can really see is just elbows and heads and it's like right on him. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I know you have a problem with that. Well, like in terms of what they've done since. Like you it's look, bad. It's, no, <laughs> it's fine. But like, I, I, it's like Batman Superman has. I've problems. decided not to open the floor to any discussion anymore. I'm sick of it. Batman Superman has. Problems. Why do I have to? Why do I have to let other people have opinions? I'm done. Well, what I like is essentially you don't have to have your own opinion because yeah. that's the start of each of those sentences. Isn't it though? Yeah. It's like here's what you hate. Yeah. And you're like okay. Well, I do guess. I? I? You know what? That's fine. I do. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I've been awake so, a really long time. Yeah, it has been. With you. It's, it's been a five AM start for us. But, he, he, James could be like, "You're okay with white supremacy," and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, I am." End of discussion. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's definitely something they rectified. And even though Batman Superman might not be a great film, like that warehouse sequence. You remember the bit where he goes yep. and he clears out the room. I don't think there's anything in these Nolan films which is is which is as good as that in a mm. fighting kind of kind of sense. But as a as a but that's a comic book fighting sequence in yeah. the warehouse. It's a it's yeah. a it's a man who can get shot in the head and not <laughs> flinch. Blank, it's a man yeah. who can you know throw a, one man into a wall and flip another over his head at the same time. Throw a crate over his head. Throw a crate over his head. head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good it's a, point. It's a the Nolan the Nolan fight scenes at least feel grounded to that to the extent of like yeah you would use your elbows and your knees you yeah, would get close you, you would, would you yeah. know there's no room for a big roundhouse punch or what have you <laughs> no you know? no that's fair enough yeah. mm. and in the nolan universe pretty much the only guy who can beat up batman was just another bigger guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly right? Yeah. who got like, trained as so, batman so yeah. pretty much anyone who came in with any superpower could beat both of them yeah, <laughs> yeah that's absolutely right, yeah. <laughs> that's very true the, the dark knight right 
that movie for me works. Well, it works. It works in a lot of ways. But that Heath Ledger performance that ties that whole movie together. Is it? Is it your favorite one of the three? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you've. That's the one that elevates it from like mm. to, the first one and the last one mm. are as good as I think comic book movies. I I love them. I think yeah. they're both mm-hmm. fantastic movies. But Heath Ledger's performance in this second movie takes it from being a great comic book movie to being just. I will argue all day, all night that the Dark Knight is just a great movie. Yeah, it's one of the great movies of all time. You know, Shawshank isn't a great prison movie. Yeah, it's a great prison movie, sure. but. It's just a great movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, 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 like Heath Ledger's performance is the thing that, that makes that different between you know, yeah. of the other ones. I've often said that the, yeah, Heath Ledger's performance is my favourite villainous performance probably of all time to the extent where the first time I saw it, I just had this moment of like, oh, this guy exists out in the real world. And it took me a second to be like, oh, no, he's fictional. He's not a, he's not a real guy. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, how can I step outside there if he's in this world? And I'm like, oh, no, wait, he's not. It's, right. it's, it's, and the it. thing is as well, people weren't on board for him being yeah, that's cast right, at the yeah. time. I was not on board for him really? being cast at the time. No. Yeah. No, I had had a personal incident with Heath Ledger. Oh, really? Yeah, no, <laughs> Is true. that something you want to share? Or? I, I'm fi- I, I've talked about it before. It's okay. fine. Uh-huh. Uh, I was doing a, a Triple J radio show yeah. and he came in to promote um, Ned Kelly. You know, he did the oh, yeah, yeah, not, movie. Not a great, Kelly. Not a great uh-huh. movie. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you were in that Mesa, right? Yeah, that's right. You, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, I was his beard double. <laughs> but yeah, so he came in and it was like he'd been hi- hijacked to be dragged into right, the studio. Sure, yeah. Now, uh, right. at the time, like, who cares? Probably he had been. Probably yep. he'd been told he, like, yeah, whatever. But he was being very grumpy. and we're uh-huh. tr- But we're trying our best. Sure, yeah. We were kind of fans and, you know, we'd ask for them to come in and that sort of stuff. Mm, uh-huh. And we threw question after question and would just get nothing. Uh-huh. All these, like, wordy kind of, like, just introspective. Like, he was just like, <laughs> like well, I just bullshit kind of. wanted to understand why Ned uh-huh, was yeah. so angry and uh-huh. where his rage came from. <laughs> and I said... Do you reckon it's just because he had really bad hat hair? <laughs> and <laughs> his ledger said, uh, uh, I believe his ledger said, uh, that's not funny. And wow. He said, that's not funny. Yeah, wow. on, on air. And uh, I in my head said, well, I didn't say 10 things I hate about you twice, you cockhead. But <laughs> I did not say that on radio. No. Uh-huh. So, um, so, no, I had had that thing. And then there was just a couple of things that I didn't like. But I was watching yeah. Two Hands again the other night. That's a fucking And he's great fantastic. Movie. Yeah. And that is a brilliant genre piece about mm. Australia that still stands up like as a really great movie. Like Rose totally Byrne, great. Heath Ledger. Like mm. it's a quality movie. And um I yeah, I should have known that he could do it. Yeah. But I was a person who didn't believe that nah, he could fair do enough. it. In fact, I was the person who was like, Oh my god, I had this perfect thing. Like yeah, right. Christopher Nolan's making Batman movies and uh-huh. now fucking hat hair. Yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> that's right. And ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah, well, see, for me, he come off the back of Brokeback Mountain and he nailed that. So I'm like, oh, no, he'll kill this. He'll be fine. Like, I don't want Jack Nicholson. I like Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's, it is what it is. Uh-huh. But he's an 80-year-old man in that movie. Oh, he's probably, yeah. no, he's probably like 55. <laughs> yeah, right. But to me, I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. This is kind of a fresh kind of new take. It's, time, it's kind of time to get a, a new Joker. Were you like that as well? Or were you like, eh? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, yeah, look, and again, I don't think that, that Joker would fit in this in that world. That was, that was uh, Jack Nicholson playing his character from... I don't know, like a villainous version of his character from Chinatown, plus, right, yeah. plus the the camp the camp the campy sixty sixties version, plus like the Super Friends, like it was too it, that would never have worked in a real world. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, it works in that. Sure, movie, yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. People say there was a thing that kind of drove him mad. Heath Ledger had kind of uh, all pointed towards his led towards his death, but apparently his family were like, no, he, he loved it. He had a great time, and it was just kind of an accident kind of thing that happened. There's kind of this they've there's this whole mythology around the role and, you know, what does it mean and what is it going to no. do to your psyche? But it's just kind of some bad happened when he died. That's pretty much seems to be what it was to me. Isn't that yeah, fun? I mean, is, is there any chance that, that people think if you play the Joker, then you're going to die is the reason that Jared Leto got cast? <laughs> is there someone he, out there who <laughs> just... He really took that to 11 in a bad way. Yeah. Especially for how much he's in that movie. You've seen Suicide Squad, yeah, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Like in all the stories we heard leading up, like he's sending people rats and condoms and just being a pain in the His ass. His assistant was, probably. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's never out of character and he's just this he's this lunatic on set. But then it's it all added up to a whole lot of nothing. Mm. Also, I'm just not into that anymore. Like in the world we live yeah. in now, when you hear some articles like, you know you were sending them you know, used condoms in the mail to get in character. And I'm like... That's a workplace, you know? Yeah, it really is, Like, yeah. if we did that in any of our workplaces... Yeah. So I'm just trying to get you motivated for the next Gruen episode, Russell, so here's my used condoms yeah. sticking inside your head. No, that's inappropriate. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I don't think so. And have you... As Calm you, down. Yeah, just it. act. Yeah, right, if you could. Well, that's what you say. It's like, just turn up on the day and say, that's say all the you words. Need. Like, the, the, the era, especially in this kind of movie, is the era of getting inside a character's head and and... and being an auteur of this this character it's gone like there's movies are chopped into tiny little bits like in the editing room just there's an x you stand on the x and you say the words you're supposed to say and then you get off the x and you, yeah. and you go at, at the very least here's how much you have to think about it 
Like that makeup takes a while to put on. And yeah. Like yeah. just from the minute they start putting on your makeup yeah. until when they're finished doing that, that's probably an hour minimum. Yeah, right. Like probably uh-huh. a couple of hours. For yeah. like the, but like an hour minimum. Right. Mm. Just for the head. If he's wearing a jacket, that's yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just joker it up from yeah, there. That's right. yeah. yeah. If you can't become the joker in an hour, <laughs> yeah. then you are the wrong guy for this job. Mm. I do wonder whether he's going to come back for it. Because I think he got burnt by that. Because he, he was... I. Well, apparently they shot hours and hours of footage and he just, he just pinwheeled on set and he was amazing. It was really captivating if you were there. But I think when they went to piece that movie together, they went, oh, no, we can't use any of this. This is just all horse shit. <laughs> that probably was really amazing if you were standing next to him. Right, but sure. It huh? doesn't make sense in the context of this film. That should just release all that. Yeah. As yeah. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. That's the director's cut I want to see. Yeah. Don't put the rest of the movie back in. Just mm. give me 45 minutes of what... Like, and then... You know what? Just in between, give us a yada yada yada. Here's yeah, what right. Uh-huh. Like you know, previously on, <laughs> yeah, and then just yeah. get into whatever madness he was about. Just a scrolling text in between scenes. Yeah, you know he's kind of overlooked in this movie though because of well, I think he is anyway because of Heath Ledger, Eric Roberts. Aaron, Eric, well, he's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is good in this. Yeah, no, Aaron Eckhart's Two Face. Yeah, he's he's really solid in this. I mean, obviously people don't really remember that role as as much as they do the. The Heath Ledger thing, but he takes this turn in the film. Like Heath huh. Ledger's this force of nature who just drops out of the sky and just fucks everything up. But Aaron Eckhart has this actual too far, Harvey Dent has this actual <laughs> kind of arc that goes through. Well, also it's the important arc actually in the movie because yeah. what you're setting up is Batman having to you know confront that idea as well. Mm. You know, it's the actual pivotal thing in the series. Like the Joker thing is actually a bit of a side story, really, for yeah. where it's going, yep. but. Yeah, because I've had arguments with people about this, which is that idea of going... Because some people say, well, you could have just done the Joker. You right, didn't right, need uh-huh. the Harvey Dent thing. And, uh-huh. the, mm. and that didn't get what it could have got because mm. you couldn't fit them both in because they're so big. Right, right? sure. Yeah. I just say... Why wasn't that movie an hour longer? There because you go, right. <laughs> just, put, just put all that stuff in as well. I'll see them both. Yeah. Split it in half. Kill Bill <laughs> 1 and 2. Just right. run them together. Yeah. But no... Um, I think it was really important, and I think that's the quality of these movies. You know, that idea of going, well, we're only going to do three, so you know what? We can afford to actually kill off mm. one of... There's actually some stakes in these movies. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, you yeah. know, you actually come into these going, oh, this character, any of these characters could actually die. Yeah, yes. Yeah. One element of these tri- this trilogy that I enjoyed a lot was that exact thing, that it's it's a... If you think of it as a parallel universe, it's not it's not Batman and he has to fight crime for all eternity and and etc. It's that he can he can retire. He can finally get. It, it was nice to see a happy ending for Batman when most of them end up with him being the last man alive in a post-apocalyptic world, and it's just vampires and zombies or what have you, and it's just mm. him. It's nice for him to go. You know what? I did what I was going to do, and. Life, life moves turned on. Out okay. That's everything turned out okay. They also set up, set up enough stakes in it yeah. that there was a. I even I had a moment, uh-huh. and I saw it like obviously the first moment <laughs> you could see the Dark Knight Rises, like like I was like first screening, uh-huh. and I believe the universe and whatever enough to go. Oh no, he could die here at the. Oh end. wow, yeah, really? You could, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I, felt I was like, well, he yeah. could die. I, I said, I believe this. Yeah. Like, I, if they end this with him dying, then. It was all no, heading. Okay. It was heading that way because yeah. he's slowing down. He talks like Alfred talks to him at the start, like you know, why are you doing this? You got to run yourself in the ground. Someone's going to come along eventually and kick your head in, which yeah. is exactly what <laughs> happens. 
Yeah. You know, so, and then also, like, since then, like, yeah. even in that shape, since then he's had a broken back that's been cured by punching a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I mean, he can't be in better shape than he was before. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he was angrier, but that was that, that only gets you so far. Did not see any Ben Affleck-style scene where he was, like, lifting a tyre or something. That's right, yeah. Where was his montage? <laughs> <laughs> What see, and I think that also comes off the back of in the dark night. His girlfriend, the love of his life, or she's not really his girlfriend, chooses somebody else, right? And they then don't want dies. To put a label on it. No, that's right. right. And then dies, but he doesn't even know that she didn't choose him. And I thought right. that was amazing. Like he lives with this this idea that Alfred doesn't tell him that. Oh no, she she wasn't even going to be with you regardless of, of any of this. Right. Like that, I, th- I thought that was an incredible choice. Michael Caine is the real villain here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's great, right? An oh. amazing Alfred? Well, not A, he's a good Alfred, but mm. B, if you want to talk about unbelievable things in this universe, <laughs> he's obviously very, very good. Because, like, as soon as Bruce Wayne decides, all right, I'm back to Batmaning, uh-huh. even though allegedly he's done nothing for seven years, yeah. Yeah. he goes down to the Batcave, all the computers are up to date. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's not, like, any, like, couple of days of going, oh, I have to update Windows. That's like, right. None of this stuff works. So not only has he been busy butlering, and, you know, I know he's ex-military, but he's obviously yeah. pretty yeah, right. good with, like, uh-huh. just... And also, after a while, if, if if Bruce isn't coming back to Batmaning, yep. don't you reckon you'd still be like, I'm not going to keep... Like, you'd... The Maybe bike. first couple of <laughs> yeah. years you'd be updating everything, yeah. but after a while you're like, "What am I doing this for?" Yeah, like, that's exactly. I it. also feel, and this is this is only a, just a technical thing. I feel uh, Alfred's embezzling in this universe yeah. because at the end, at, at the start of uh, the Dark Knight Rises, Batman uh, Bruce Wayne's like, "Do I have any cars left?" And Michael Caine's like, "Oh, yeah, you've got one, and it's a Lamborghini." But it's a different Lamborghini from the previous movie. Mm. So did Mike? Did did Alfred buy that? Did he buy himself like a million dollar supercar just to? He almost certainly did. Yeah, he did. Well, I he's think. his legal guard. He was his legal guard, oh, yeah, so he has access went. to funds. I'd, I'd imagine. And yeah. Bruce was right. dead for eight years or whatever it was. So I'm sure he did. A bunch and Bruce, of shit. I guess Bruce feels just like an in case guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Can, I always needed a Lamborghini just in case. <laughs> Yeah, I need right. a Lamborghini. Absolutely. Right. Look, and I need a motorcycle inside a tank, just in case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Alfred's got, I guess, that's the perk of the job. That's right. I yeah. guess that's what keeps him in butlering. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the yeah. Because <perks>. yeah. <laughs> I do often think with all these other skills, like yeah. the fact that you were like before Bruce Wayne became Batman, mm. if you have the skills to keep up to date, like this entire computer, like, you know, web down here and then you're wasting your talent butlering. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess because in the comics he's forced into it. Like he, he's it's, it's by default. So he's like, I don't want, I don't want to look after a kid. What, what are you doing this for? The Dark Knight Rises. Nolan. There was talk that he wasn't going to do it because he had a whole plan to put Heath Ledger in it again. That was going to, you know, continue the story and whatnot. He's actually Heath Ledger's Joker is briefly mentioned in the book. He's like, oh, he got out of Arkham when Bane let go of the criminals, and then he disappeared. We kind of don't know what happened to him. Is that a good send off? Like, would you like to have seen him come back, like as a CGI character, like the Crow or anything like that? Do you think it was good that they kind of left it and? Yeah, I think it was yeah. good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would I, not have liked that at all. It would have been, and I feel like Nolan's not the kind of guy to bring somebody back with CGI. It's not really no. his kind of. It's not his. He'll recast, but well, I mean, yeah. a lot of the you know uh, stunts and like you know a lot of you know, the effects are practical effects. Yeah, you know, right. Like you know some of the great um, you know that great scene with, you know uh, with the truck in the alleyway and the, or the, the or, yeah, there's so many good practical ones. I yeah. can't imagine he would be keen on the idea of doing a CGI version. Yeah. But also, yeah, it'd be creepy. I, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they made the best of a bad situation. I think, and by bringing in Bane, like, I don't think Bane is a, is as a compelling a villain as. 
the Joker, but I think it still works for the movie. Right. Charlie told me that he, when you he, you come out of that movie, you're like, you got to see it, we'll go and see it. And then when he came out of it, it was like, nah, hated it. Shit. Yeah, because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, sorry my swearing, but like, no, no, I, I will save it for moments like this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's... I understand there are flaws to that movie. Yeah. But, well, I only think there's only one flaw to the entire movie, which is uh, in the final fight scene uh, between Bane and Batman on the steps, you know, that one yeah, where he sure. like, comes through the crowd and uh-huh. Bane sees him, you know, and uh-huh. yeah, like he's like, yeah, you're back to die with your city. I think that's Yoda, actually. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I can't do voices, sorry. <laughs> and um, and he goes, no, I'm back to stop you. No, oh, you, can right? you can do voices. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you're like, could have said anything nah, don't or say, nothing. Just nothing don't say anything. Just yeah. start the punching. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. that's yeah. not my Batman. You yeah. don't. Do, yeah, we all know why you're here, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh-huh. all get it. You're in the suit. There was yeah. the big fire. No, thing even happening. Bane doesn't think that you'd come back to die with the city. <laughs> Bane was saying that in a. Bane gets that you're there to yeah, get right. him. That's uh-huh. why he's saying that. That's Bane kind of playing off the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love the rest of the movie, yeah. and I love the whole Bane thing. I was in. I, I mean. This is what I love also about these Nolan movies is that first, the before the credits, the start of the, mo- the movies, a shot is like separate sort of mini movies. I mean, mm. that incredible start uh, to The Dark Knight when you see that whole you know, Joker mm. scheme and mm. you just, by the end of it, Amazing, you're like, yeah. oh, well, that's it. That you've yeah, caught right. me up. In one scene, which is also really cool mm. yeah. and like in its own right, mm-hmm. you've also caught me up to date completely with who this character is and what he's like and shown him do this really cool thing that completely sets up his character. Yeah. And bang, we haven't even fucking seen Batman. He's not like, yeah, I'm right. crazy. I've got tattoos. It's And even, just that mm. idea that you can do it like a 12 or 14 minute like scene or whatever. Yeah, it's like a and, mini heist. And not have Batman yeah. in it. Yeah. You've gone to see a Batman movie. Yeah. And like, we're going to do a whole other story that Batman's yeah. not even in. And then, I, the, same with that plane scene in the, yeah, in right. the yes. final yeah. one. Absolutely. Like, I mean, when Bane is just like, you're going down that plane, you know, from chair to chair, uh-huh. just like, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and they did, they did hang half a plane from the sky and did a lot of that for real. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, yeah. Which is insane. One thing that people do complain about this movie was that there is, you mentioned like this minimal Batman. There's like 23 yeah. minutes of him in this movie. Uh, do you guys do you think he needs there needs more of him in that or I mean yeah I say yes <laughs> but just but not at the expense of anyone else right I'm just right. saying just more longer Batman in the longer movie movies well. yeah. yeah what about how the cops go are in the sewers for nine months or whatever eating rats any of that stuff I'm just throwing things <laughs> oh, out that the people no are no, like, no 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 this I sucks. mean that's that that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah, and also right. that ridiculous like I mean when uh, when old mate Matthew Modine is running towards <laughs> like, right, he's with, with his tiny little gun and right. you're like oh mate <laughs> mate get a bigger gun yeah like that's I mean I'm glad you got uh, that's that moment where you're like no nah, he was right. You know when he stayed home and was a coward and thought he would get killed for no reason? He was actually right. This is happening. You came around, Commissioner Gordon, Uh and you have made a child an orphan because he has a tiny gun. At least give him a bigger gun. Yeah, absolutely. Matthew Modine, he skipped zigging and zagging class at the academy, so he's going to get killed. I mean, the fact that they just charge. Yeah, right? Like, is there not some... Surely there's got to be some science in... Yeah, right. At least... You know what, guys? Yep. At least zig around all the yeah, time. Yeah, totally. That Make bin, you can stand small. behind the bin. You yeah. can stand behind the no bin. No ducking or anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Symbolic, guys. Yeah. It's symbolic. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's die for symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> People always talk about this thing about how did Batman get back into the city and that ties into the big flame bat. For me, that's never a problem because he is who he is. Of course he could get right. back into a city. That they, they can't watch the entire perimeter. 
Just like uh-huh. you can't wall off a country. You can't do the same thing for a, for a city. You know what I mean? Also, the other thing that I, like people are, oh, what about passports and getting back into countries? And I'm like, well, I, boom, 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 what about a fucking guy dresses a giant bat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crime? Yeah. Like, but the thing that I was saying is I'd love to see that movie. If you want to make like a Rogue One style yeah, movie, it, it's a movie, show yeah. me like, like one of those movies. Everyone always talks about, we want to see a Batman detective movie or yeah. whatever, right? Show me like just Batman having to survive when he doesn't have the bat suit and he doesn't have access to all these funds yeah. yes. and how this guy, you know, this guy who's like, you know, spent all these years like in the wilderness, like in, you know, training and all these sort of things. That'd be a really cool movie. Mm. Do it as a kind of spin-off side project and then everyone can shut the fuck up about <laughs> yeah, it. Absolutely. But he got back. He's Batman. Yeah. He also had his back cured by punching it. Yeah, he exactly. climbed up a rope and, you know, he was in a prison. Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. And now he's back. And now he's back. Mason, here's yeah. something you hate. Oh, here we go. I'm ready you hate to the go. prison that he doesn't I just hate... climb out of the prison. Why well, well, why does nobody climb out of the prison? Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Look, we've, we've talked about this multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Oh, God. Well, all I'm saying is, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff at the bottom of this pit. Yeah. There's so much stuff. Wood. And there's a pulley system. Somebody's yes. installed a pulley system for some reason. So what you do is you just get one guy at the end of the pulley, you pull him up, and he chips a little hole <laughs> in the side of the wall, and you put in a bit of wood, and then you've got a step. Oh. And then you pull him up a little bit further, and you... And then there's an, and then you just walk out. But isn't the pulley system not in operation at all times? How are you getting access to this pulley system? But there's no guards. But when you make the jump, you're on a rope. Yeah, but the rope gets lowered. Like I mean, there's only oh, he lowers the rope back down for people. At yeah, the end, yes. though. Yep, right down. Yeah, but it's not enough, right? That's the whole point. You got to get up there first and then swing a. Oh, actually, <laughs> I think it's a retractable rope, though, right? I just, th- I just think it's, it's a metaphor. <laughs> I guess there's no room for metaphors. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> metaphors are for cowards. That's yeah. right. But yeah, because even at the very top, when you see him climb out, there's just a loose rope sitting there. So like a gust of wind could have just knocked the rope in. And I then mean, it looked like pretty heavy out. rope. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a fair heavy point, duty yeah. rope. Yeah, yeah. And it was up the top, so they obviously just lower <laughs> the shit down with yeah. the rope. That's your lowering rope. Yeah, and that's how they can't climb out. But as far yeah. as as far as getting back to Gotham, I like to think that that pit is just like that's just the Gotham tip. Like it's just it's just the rubbish dump, and he just gets up and he's like, "Oh, there's Gotham." Well, that's why there's cable. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it's, right. it's right next to it. Yeah. Mm. Well, a much more convenient for Bane to visit and mock him, isn't it? Though that's <laughs> right. Because yeah. yeah. they can't be too far away. Yeah. Because Bane paid him a visit yeah. to mock him in the middle of putting together yeah. <laughs> his plan to take down an entire city. He took so the bus. So you can't imagine it's yeah. going to be like a. Bane's explaining to people, guys, I've got to like go on a like thirty-hour business trip. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Impractical. It would have been close. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just pointing out things that people take yes. issue with because I know because people always send in these questions to ask to us. So they they set up that the autopilot doesn't work. Yes. There's no autopilot. They yeah. mentioned it multiple times, and then yeah. at the end, the nuclear bomb flies out over the harbor, which is also a fusion technology. I can't. What was it again? I can't remember. It's it's clean energy, but it's also a nuclear bomb. Yeah. And then just before it explodes, you see that. Batman must have somehow escaped. Yeah. Does anyone take issue with that, the timing of it, that you see him and then three seconds later the bomb goes off and yet somehow he's in Paris being like, I did it, I'm bloody out of here. We I can't. mean, I have a little bit more issue about like whatever he was wearing when he ejected that was safe from the... <laughs> no, the nuclear explosion. Yeah, sure, yeah. Radiation. And, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it didn't... I, I had no problem with the autopilot thing other than it felt almost too heavy-handed. Yeah, they mentioned Because it there's lot, that yeah. second time where it's clear that you're like, oh, they're setting up that he's fixed it himself. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, right. Uh-huh. You know, um, so that didn't... Yeah, it kind of that was the thing that almost took away from the. Mm. Oh, they've mentioned the autopilot enough that 
Ah, this is probably going <laughs> to yeah, be, yeah. be uh, how he gets out at the <laughs> yeah. end, I guess. That's I it. I guess so. But I was glad he got out of the end. So sure, I mean, yeah. So. Same. Well, like you said, it was good to kind of get a Batman with a happy ending because we'll probably never see him again. Like, I doubt he'd come back for another one. Like, I mean, is, speaking of done. Alfred embezzling funds, it does make a lot of sense now that he's been taking that one holiday every <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, right. Through this, like, one joy. Uh-huh. It's a fair way away. Yeah, it's right. Just away, to yeah. have like a drink he could get, like I'm sure, yeah. in Gotham. I'm sure he can get a Fernie Ranker in Gotham. Exactly right. <laughs> and the other thing people take issue is at the very end they're just like, and Robin's in it. The end. And, yeah, and, that, I mean that was more, but that was more just one of those things like, like fan service kind of thing. Here you go, nerds. Here's uh-huh. your buddy, uh, you, Robin. You know what? I, I like the storyline. I just didn't like that yeah. he was Robin. That's yeah. what I would have yeah. said. Like because yeah. the way that it's set up, you know the. The movie's The Dark Knight Rises and it feels like you can watch this third movie and this is like one of the ways I like to watch it is watch it as a Batman Begins but about his character. Sure, yeah. What you can actually see in the movie is somebody who starts out with one set of ideals and becomes delusions about their set of ideals and there's even that bit where he's like, you know, the the gun gets rid of the gun. Yeah, right, right. Like you could actually look at it as a Batman Begins for like this is how you know, Christian Bale can retire. Yeah. He, there is somebody else who now is willing to kind of, you know, fit into the role of being, you know, the new Batman. Mm. So if they kind of revealed that that was like the end of it, like yeah, right. that, uh-huh. that, that to me would have been probably a bit stronger than, uh-huh. even though that's kind of, I guess, yeah, what they're saying in a way. But I feel but like if you follow mm. his story through the, the movie. Well, they're both a, orphans. And, right. Yeah. Very traditional Batman origin mm. story. You could like, you know, it, the beats mm. of it. It's kind of cool. I still feel like he would have been killed day one. Like he'd swing from a rooftop and just, it <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't catch it. He'd hit the floor. He wasn't tra- trained by ninjas. There would be <laughs> some montages. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Tires. Yeah. It'd be fine. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. Here's something to end on. You want some alternate casting for Batman that they considered? Yes. yes. Ian Bailey. Who? I don't know. There's test footage of it. Don't know him. He looks enough like him. I don't know him. Do you know him? No. Me neither. When you, when you say he looks enough like him, you mean like you see him as Bruce line. Wayne. Oh, okay, right. Actually, they all tested in the Val Kilmer head. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. if you can look good in that, you're like, oh, that'll be, you could probably pull this off. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Sure, okay. Would have been weird if Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, but that would, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Heath Ledger, which I don't think really would have worked. I mean, unless Eddie Murphy, you know, the clump style, he <laughs> yeah, played right. both Batman that's and right. the Joker. I <laughs> mean, that, you know, people always talk about why that's the perfect thing is because, you know, they're kind of two sides of the same coin, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah they kind of almost in some ways have the same, you know, insane idea about the world, but they just go in two very different directions about, you know, how they process that. Yeah. Um, so he just plays them both. That'd be a very, a very Nicolas Cage thing <laughs> yeah. to do, I oh, feel. Wouldn't yeah. it be? But again, Heath Ledger as Batman, terrible hat hair. So yes, that's very. Yeah, that's very why. Un- that's why he didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to get him to put it on, and he had a flashback yeah, no. to that moment. He was like, ah! was like, uh, Henry Cavill, who's oh, Superman yeah? now. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember Josh Hartnett apparently turned it down, but he regrets it because he's like, I could have worked with Nolan, and now I, I can't. Because he was like, oh, I, I didn't really want to be Batman, but think of all these other things I could have done with him, and I kind of blew it. Which, yeah. which kind of. But sucks. at least he got to be in that movie where that Western movie where guns didn't exist, and they all to fight each other with swords. What? Isn't that a movie? <laughs> I have no okay, idea. Is that right. a TV show? No, it's a movie. Sounds great. Yeah, it was great. And last one was Killian Murphy who ended up playing Scarecrow, which I think worked out for the best. Mm. He's yeah, in the third one. He's good. He's the judge. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a, uh, you know, it's not my favorite Batman character, sure, Scarecrow, yeah. but, you know, it was fine. It felt like that judge scene, he was a little tacked into that movie. Yes. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, okay, everyone's back. Yeah. Everyone's here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, wasn't it... 
I've heard this, and when I say I've heard this, I may have heard it on this podcast the last time I said it, but wasn't the idea originally that Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker in that scene? I think that was uh, the speculation. He was going to be the judge, yeah. right? And that would have been a more fleshed out role, I'd imagine, if that was right, uh-huh. going to him, but hey, right. that's the world we live in. Also, it makes a lot more sense. It, it makes sure does. It does actually sense. make yeah. heaps yeah. more sense yeah. to that character. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you're right. That would have been better. Sorry, <laughs> you've ruined it for me. Oh, no. All right, that'll do it. Will, thanks so much for for doing this with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, no, my pleasure. I can do this all day. I can can imagine. (laughs) We'll come back for the next Batman trilogy then, I guess. Hey, what do you have to plug? Yeah, what are you doing? Um, I have a podcast. Very nice. It's called TOFOP, T-O-F-O-P, and uh, it can be found uh, on the internet. It'll be be linked below. Spot iTunes, probably. that how it works? Yeah, 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 that's exactly how it works. You guys know how to find podcasts. Yeah, right? You literally found this one. It'll be really close to where you found this. (laughs) Promise. Look look near this around in the vague general area and you'll find it. It's spelt how it sounds. Yeah, Yeah. T-O-F-O-P. And you guys just talk kind of whatever, like you and Charlie, you've been friends for ages and you just talk talk current events you talk stuff like this you talk DVDs I mean you went through a DVD collection well you're great. in my office here yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to get rid of DVDs because they're an ancient technology <laughs> yeah. and I have streaming and stuff now and I'm just never going to use them all so we had this idea that we would like each bring in five DVDs mm. and then we just talk about them and if people could guess whose were whose but it turns out that none of our audience understand us after all <laughs> these years or we tried too well to pretend they weren't our movies. Oh, right, yeah. Ah, too and good also, my mathematician friend uh, worked out that we thought, you know, uh, 10 DVDs. All they have to guess is like, who's five, who's five? Yeah. Yep. How many op- options and combinations do you think there is of that? Like how many possible? Thousands. It, I, I'm well, like yeah, <laughs> eight hundred and seventy-five. Oh, right. there you go. So right. okay. We're like, oh well, there's probably like ten options, right? Yeah, right. yeah that's, yeah. Right. that's yeah. how maths works. Yeah. No, no, it turns out it doesn't. Not at all. Like oh, there you go. <laughs> this is a learning podcast too. All right. Well, yeah. Like I said, all that's linked below. Thanks again for for coming on. We really appreciate it. No, uh, my pleasure. What a bloody fun time for everybody, especially me. This is kind of a dream of mine, Mason, to sit across you from you to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's some sweet Christopher Nolan structure there. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Boy, is it? Uh. Well, you know what's time for, Mason? Uh, that's the next segment. What are we reading? Oh, what are we going to read? I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? All right, well, first of all, here's the, th- here's the thing. I was in a comic book store the other day. Congratulations. You- what do you want, a bloody medal that says, I'm the biggest dickhead? That would be good, actually. Be, how big's the metal? Uh, the size of a house. <laughs> yeah, good. What's it made of? Bread. All right. Okay. Yeah, good. Great. Anyway, I saw that the final issue of Dark Knight 3 is out. Should I read it? No. Really? Uh, you know what? Reading it all together is probably not that bad. Okay. Because I read it over 10 months or whatever, however long it took. Yeah, it's yeah. better than two, but it's just not great. It's just whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Give it a read. Yeah. Give it a read, yeah. Should I wait till it's like a buck an issue on Comixology or something? Yeah, but what is it now? Like three? Yeah, bucks that's true. Issue? Yeah, that's like, actually, yeah, you know, you're right. You're not bad. Yeah. yeah, and that's true. But also. You could sell that bread what, medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but also, uh, have you heard about Kill or Be Killed? Which is, uh, it's Ed Brubaker. Ed Brubaker, bro. How I can't, I can't say his name. <laughs> Ed Brubaker. It's his fault. Who did uh, all sorts of stuff that we like. He's done Criminal. Yep. He did bloody Captain America Winter Soldier. He's done all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it's about a, a guy who is, he's, he's, he's dying. He's a young kid and he's dying. And he uh, is visited by a demon who's like, every person you kill, I'll give you a month back. Sweet. On your life. And so he sort of has to 
find bad people to kill. And apparently it's amazing. I've heard no- nothing but good things. So I've it got just a couple- started? Uh, a few issues in. Hang okay. on. That's What's bloody- it called? Be- kill or kill be, or be kill? kill. So there's 10 issues yep. uh, already. So oh, wow. okay. So it's been it started in August of last year, I think. But I've heard nothing but great things. And I'm a big fan of Ed. Is it on? Oh, you're on first name basis. Yeah, Ed Brubraker. You just didn't want to say his last name, did you? No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie B. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, but I, I've heard recommendations from people. I know people on the Serious Issues yeah. podcast, a comic book group. Yes, yes. So people like, if you want to get in like image comics or whatever, people like this is the this, this is, is the, the one. This is the one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bloody check that out. And it's it's not it's also kind of not them. You know, he's done some superhero stuff and some true crime stuff, mm. but not really anything like this, which is pretty pretty bloody pretty interesting. good. So actually, I'm gonna get into that. So does he actually physically kill the people? Yes. Very good. Yeah. I've actually been watching, I'm nearly through it, The Leftovers. Uh, it's three oh, yeah, seasons. that's right, yeah. yeah. Which I started on and never quite finished. You know what, man? It's great. And yep. I've heard it wraps up really well because it is Damon Lindelof. So yeah, when right. it started, I'm like, I'm never watching this ever. Yeah, right. But now that it's done forever. Yeah, we got a letter last week about, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, who's like, it mm. wrapped up perfectly. Yeah. So. so I'm on, I think I've got like four episodes left. Mm-hmm. And look, to be honest, even if left they don't... over. That's right. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't explain everything, it's such an interesting, such interesting characters and, and universe that they've built. Uh-huh. I, I would be okay. Would be okay. okay. It wasn't like Lost, where by the end I'm like, I don't care if Jack falls off a cliff, sure, or right. whatever. Like, I genuinely uh-huh. like am interested in these characters and 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 all of that. I don't. It's it's less about the mystery and more about the kind of the journey that the people are going Ugh. on. I know it's it sounds, not about the journey. It's about the horrible. destination. All right, when you finish it, I know I would normally say that. Yeah, but for, but I'm just saying, unless they really balls it up, which apparently yeah, right. they haven't, I mm-hmm. can't imagine that I'd be upset by this. Yeah, yeah. Go on though. What were you saying? Well, I was going to say when you finish it, let me know. Yeah. If it wraps up, not on that weird wishy washy um, <laughs> level that you're talking about, but if it ends satisfactorily and all the questions are answered, yeah. let me know and I'll watch okay. it too. How far yeah. did you get into it? When you like halfway through the first season. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there's only there's 28 episodes or something yeah, like okay, that. Right. So, so yeah. that's manageable. And the last season, a lot of it is set in Melbourne, which is really weird. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. It's bizarre. Filmed yeah. in Melbourne. Filmed in Melbourne. Huh? Yeah. So we like, they didn't call us up. I've been. Yeah. Yeah. We were probably in heaven. We probably were. Probably in heaven. were in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I've been to Fed Square. I've been to an <laughs> alley with graffiti in it. Yeah, we've been to all sorts of delightful laneway cafes. I've seen a Melbourne yellow cab. I know you have, Mason. Yep. They're your favourite drivers on the road, no, aren't I hate they? Them. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely recommend it unless it balls us up, in which case okay. I don't recommend it. Nice. I take back my recommendation. Mm. I think Damon Lidloff maybe, you know, got burnt by his by what happened in Lost. So Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm also probably going to check out Supergirl Being Super, which is a um, DC miniseries that's just wrapped up. Delightful. I think it's a bloody, bloody origin series. It's bloody, bloody... Yeah, great. Anyway, it's apparently a really good series. Fantastic. Uh, it's pretty good. Do you have something ready for us for the next segment? No, I don't. Mm. What do you reckon about that? I, I mean, I, I don't reckon anything about it. Yeah. Are you surprised by it? <laughs> well, no, because well, today, look, I don't know if people noticed this, but that Will Anderson thing was recorded weeks prior to... Yeah. So you're saying I've had weeks to do this. You've had weeks leading oh, up to man. this. Yeah, you knew this was coming, yeah. That's true, I did. Yeah, yeah. This is your best effort yet. Isn't it, though? <laughs> Quick shout out to Raw Collings for his animation of uh, Star Wars animation oh, nice. that, he, that he put up. I'll link that below. Nice. He's taken a, a clip from this where 
We try and name all the musketeers from the 90s. Yes, great. <laughs> and talk various Star Wars things. So thank you for that. He's also in charge of all the social media stuff. He does stuff on the website, planetbcasting.com. He's at the Weekly yeah, Planet on Twitter, yeah. That's right. He's a great dude. Uh, and Ali Peterson, who also got Finn Jones to say, grab that gem. He sure did, I'm yeah. Fi- and Mark Bernard also from, uh, from Fat Man on Batman, which was... Really awesome to see. Nice. Finn Jones was really cool about it as well. Yeah, great. Yeah. And again, I hope there's a whole bunch of people in Hollywood, again, at the Chateau Marmont. Yes. While that moustache argument is happening, they're just like, what? Someone asked you to say, grab that gem. What do you think it means? What do you think, what do you think it means? And then everyone lawyers up. And everyone lawyers <laughs> up, exactly. Are we in a cult now? Are we, get, get the lawyers. So if you want to reach the show, you can uh, send an email to Mason. Yeah. Because he's all over it mm-hmm. sometimes. I'm well, over it. He's over it. Yeah. At weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. And also on Twitter, if you hashtag weeklyplanetpod, we'll go through those also. Uh, mm-hmm. This is from Hen... Do you want me to kick it off or do you yeah, want to kick ahead. it off? This is from Hen- Henry McClintock. That's a great name. Isn't it though? Yeah. Uh, what changes would you make to Very a... Very me- westerny. Is yes. this going to be a westerny themed... What could be. Can you sort of gussied up cowboy sure. style? Yeehaw. What changes would nice. you make to a mediocre film to make it great? Whoa. I'm running a horse. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's, that's very broad as a question, I feel. Yes, but you mm. can make it Western-related. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably maybe a piano player that stops playing just as the, <laughs> as the action kicks off. It gets tense. The piano player stops. I would take Clara out of Back to the Future 3, which is a Western. Mm, very there good. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, Probably. Oh, no, maybe not take her out. Maybe just slightly less. Probably more posses. Less superhero teams, more superhero posses. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Something Westworld-related. Uh, yeah. The, did you see the, the season two Westworld trailer? I did. They've only week? just started filming it, and they already nice. looks real good. Yeah. Ed Harris's character's having a real oh, good time in Westworld. He's having the best Westworld. Yeah. Best Westworld. It's the best world. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see other worlds? The Japanese world? I think it, yeah, look, I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be some bleed through. Like, yeah. I think they're going to, I think potentially they're going to release the samurais into Westworld. Like, I think it's all going to be meshed together. I think it's all going to be Westworld, but maybe, you know, they're, they're like, okay, we've got a, you know, I reckon maybe they'll, a security team will show up and be like, okay, we need to stop these Westworld cowboys. Let's send the samurai in and see what happens. Sweet. Which will be, Madness, like best world, best world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think perhaps this season is not going to be. It's not going to be mystery based. It's not going to be like no. what's going on here and what's, what's the time shifts be, and blah yeah. blah blah. I think it's just going to be mayhem. Yes, Western themed mayhem. Yeah, yeehaw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the what's the? <laughs> oh, sorry, we Dolores. That's her yes, name. yes. She's having oh, a good time too. She absolutely is. Yep. Uh, what change would you make to mediocre film though? That was the there was the initial oh, question. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it depends how it's mediocre, but I mean, if yeah, as a general rule, more. I think that you mean specifically, like, would you take like take a mediocre film oh, and right. change an element of it? What have we seen recently that's been very mediocre? The one that came to mind for me, and I actually don't think it's mediocre, I think it's better than mediocre, but Rogue One. Yes. If they had have established that team better, I okay. think that would have been a more impactful ending. Sure. And, like, there's moments where uh, Jian Wen's character says to Felicity Jones' character, uh, good luck, little sister. Like, if you even yeah, spoken right, exactly. in this movie? That's true, yeah. And that's obviously because in the reshoots, they maybe had a nice, warm interaction or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah, But there's moments like that, it's just strange. Yeah. Do also, you... take out Tarkin. <laughs> just take him out. Yeah, I thought would, about it, do it. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah, unconvincing CGI, that's number one. Yeah. Um. Well, I was going to say, in it, regard, regardless of what film it is, I would say, again, better characterization. Sure. Or just better character moments. And that's, I guess, why... You know, we've spoken about it. That's why they bring in indie film directors on big blockbusters now yeah. to just get... Because 
Again, if they if it's just cardboard cutouts shooting at each other, who cares? Yeah, exactly. So, but but again, with Rogue One, would you? How much? How much more footage would you want? Not not more footage, just kind of tweak what they've already okay, got. Yeah. I found it. I also I think it would would be more interesting to explore like the to explore the dark side of the Rebel Alliance. Like, mm. there's a bit at the start where a guy shoots a, another guy in an alley. Just yeah, so he right. can get just so he can get away and that's and, right. Yeah. And he doesn't get sprung. He doesn't leak all the information. Mm-hmm. But then it, nothing really more is kind of done with that. He he talks about it a little bit, but it's uh-huh. it's not really covered. Like there's moments where they're screaming at each other on the ship because she's like, "You were going to murder my father and whatever." Yeah, I think right. that's a good moment. Yeah, uh-huh. like there's there's glimpses of it, but it doesn't doesn't quite connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good finale. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'd mm. look, again, and this is something where we're probably going to get less and less of. Mm is better writing. Because, again, it's a, it's a blockbuster and it's going all over the world where English is not necessarily the language yeah. they speak and so the plot doesn't matter. See, I don't know. I, I think, I well, think I people mean, are wising up to that. Yeah, so right, I think okay. they might have to change it. Because okay. look what happened to Transformers, the last one. Like, it probably, you know what? It probably still did well international. I'm going to look that up. I bet it has. While you're going to say a thing. Uh, look, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... Tra- uh can you fix? Tra- How do we fix Transformers? Stop making them. No, we have to fix it though. How do we? How would you? Oh, look! I again, I'd take out. Well, if I was, I was if like I, I think we said during. I changed the designs. Yeah, That's one thing. I'd if change. you took out all the Transformers, it would be a different, better movie. I feel. Right. So either make it that medieval sci-fi fantasy movie, or just burn every copy. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, they're unfixable. I give up. Reboot. Maybe the one set in the 80s or the 70s will be better. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so Transformers Adjusted for Inflation is the lowest Transformers film if you don't count the original. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. It made sorry, sorry, it made more than the original. Okay. So internationally. So that's great. Mm. And so it made $423 million and Dark of the Moon, Wage of Extinction made $858 million. So that's quite a dip. Mm. That's less than half. That's true. Or more than half. Mm. Look, I didn't do the math. No. I wasn't listening when you said the numbers, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. So. Less. Nice. Less. That's all you need nice. to know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Here's a letter. Okay. This is from Charlotte, Charlie MacArthur. Charlie MacArthur. No. Uh, she says, hey, chaps, just wanted to write in and share a bit of love and appreciation. That's very nice. Uh, I reject it. Wow. I can't be loved. You won't reject it in a moment. Oh. Uh, she listened to our podcast during early labor and while stuck in hospital waiting to be induced and it provided an exceptional distraction from the pain. Jesus Christ. With a different po- kind of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play it on speaker? Did you have headphones Good question, on? question, yeah. Oh, wow. That would be the perfect time to just play stuff on speaker. Definitely, nobody you can, can get stop away you. with it. Yeah, I'm in labour. You could scream. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad we were some yeah, small right? comfort because, yeah. from my understanding of being in the room when somebody's in labour, labour's horrendous. Yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the child is Marty now, two weeks old. Sweet. Ah. Uh, Congratulations. And uh, the Weekly Planet and some other shows from Planet Broadcasting are getting her through some epic nighttime feeding sessions. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really great. Uh, thanks to the Do Go On back catalogue. She's learning. Yeah, they're good. There you go. They're a good group of fellow Yes. They're and three good eggs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them's a bad egg. I won't say who. Yeah, he's a one rotten egg. Yeah, it's Matt, though. It's Matt. <laughs> the rottenest egg of all. <laughs> Uh, all, rotten egg. They're all great. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good news. Uh, I got a tweet here from Roger, Ooh. hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Do you think we'll get tired of colourful comic book movies in the way we got tired of gritty Dark Knight-esque movies? I won't, but so, I think people might. 
So you more color, but don't you think it could easily like it would just go too far? Like everything eventually goes too far. Oh sure, yeah. So I think that's what like because I remember when Born came out, I remember yes. thinking this is how I want everything to be. Yeah, okay, sure. And sure. then by the time the last one came out last year, I was like. I hate this. Yeah, that's I hate okay. this now. Yeah, all right. And now Kingsman's to me is like, oh, this is fun and, and whatever. But it also but I think we'll also burn out on that. Yeah, so exactly. Look, because there's it's fun now because it's fun and exaggerated mm. and a little too far. But I think eventually we'll be like, I'd rather just see someone punch someone else and go back to Bourne. Yes. Yeah. But I think also every time this cycle comes around, it's better. Yeah. So true. when Bourne came out, like action movies used to be gritty and realistic and boring. Yeah, right. And then they went ridiculous, and it, and it's and then it's the same way that like Kingsman's gone back to the kind of the Roger Moore kind of era of James Bond, but it's a thousand times better. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, so I think every time it happens, except for the plot, except for the plot, yeah, yeah. it gets. You know, I think it's gonna it it burns out, and then it gets good on, yeah. on the other okay. end of the spectrum. But and I then think it burns g- out. gun to my head, gun to my balls. Sure. Given the choice between super gritty superhero stuff yeah. and super colorful fun stuff, I'd rather go with the fun stuff. So that's how I feel at the moment, but I think in, yeah, right, okay. in ten mm. years I'll probably I'll probably be oh god, enough of this shit. Yeah, but I I don't know because I feel like the the super gritty nineties was like I I've had my fill forever. Right, I yeah. think so. But I mean, I would I would like to see some. I would Robert. like to see a Batman Year One, like even more, even more, year even one. more real than. Not that Nolan's Batman trilogy was particularly real, but, but you know how there's that. Is it is it called Batman Earth One? Have you which, read that? Yeah, yeah, I have read that. Which yeah. is sort of Batman in a more real world setting kind yeah. of thing. I Where think it that like fires his grappling gun and it just bird net bird nests. Yeah, like right, right. I would kind of yeah. like to see a movie like that. I think. Yeah, I think the Dark Knight was pretty much that to me. I think they're pretty close in terms yeah, of that. Right. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So. You're a bit realer than the Dark Knight. Realer. The than realest that. thing you've ever seen. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get that in 15 years. When yeah, it's, exactly, yeah. <laughs> when movies go not fun again. That's right. But inevitably when these trends come around, it's not the good movies that you're sick of. Like you can release a gritty comic book movie now and I'll that's good and that's fine. Like that totally works. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So sure. it's not the good movies that ruin it. It's the mediocre movies. It really is, yeah. It's, the, it's all the Matrix clones that we got after the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. But I also think that... There's a there's and I think I've said this before, but there's sort of an inbuilt safety valve mm. in that with comic book movies, in that it's very difficult to get up a comic book like a superhero movie that isn't one of the big two or three. Right, yeah. In the sense of like it's easy to do a Matrix clone because you just have some generic guys jumping around and then you do the camera thing mm. and and that's and it can be terrible. But you it's it's very difficult to to, to bring up a superhero property that isn't based in a comic book because you don't have the pre-established track record. You can't be like, I've invented these superheroes that never existed before and now they're in a movie. Right. These movies only get made because you go, it's Spider-Man and everybody <laughs> loves Spider-Man. Yes. And so it can only really be made by a big studio. Yeah. And they have made some rotten ones, but they're getting better at it. Yeah, I'd, so, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So all in all... We're going to live forever. Yay! Yeah! That's the end of the show. It is. Uh, yep. Things that I say? I'll say some things. I'll say some things. If you Uh, could. We're Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Gmail and Twitter and Bandcamp. Do we want to do another commentary pretty soon? Absolutely. We'll do one. Have we missed the boat for Suicide Squad? Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, we'll just... Doesn't matter. We'll think it's up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. If you want to support the show, chugging a buck, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Yes, yes. You can uh, click on the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description and buy some uh, funny things yes, on, on yes. Amazon. Or just your regular shop. Very, you can do that. Nice. It's get eggs. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, what? Get eggs. Eggs. <laughs> get some get eggs. Get eggs. Eggs. That is very funny. <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Yep. Thank you uh, if you're buying a T-shirt on Tee Public. Thank you for listening to the show and being a being a weekly whacker to do and subscribing and leaving a nice review. That's always great. Thank you to everybody who says hello uh, on the street if you see me. Has that happened a lot to you recently? A couple of times. Very good. Ran into somebody in a food court the other day. Ah, which food court? The Melbourne Central Food Court. What time? Lunchtime ish. Very good. I know, right? <laughs> the perfect time for a food court meeting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. It's why it's always wild when I meet somebody in the wild. Yeah. That has listens to the show. Yeah. Because again, as we say, whenever I speak to somebody who I actually know, who's listened to the show, they always go, "I didn't understand what you're talking about, but you seem to be having a good time." <laughs> so it's it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's surreal. It is. It's very mm. surreal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's everything. That is everything. All right. Uh, next week, dunno. Something's great though. <laughs> yeah. We might actually have another guest. We might be doing back to back guests. What? Yeah, we'll have to uh, tee that up. We'll see how that bloody goes, oh, Mason. Okay. Also, Will Anderson's podcast uh, with Charlie Clawson, Tofop, is is linked below. It's a bloody, it's a laugh and a half, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's well worth. Uh, picking up so yeah mm. if, and again like we've said there's a million episodes there's a million backlogged yeah. episodes so if you want to if you're taking a long trip or you're giving birth <laughs> and you've run out of episodes of our show because the labour is so long so long yeah 196 episodes <laughs> I'm still going what's happening give me the Wi-Fi password I'm pregnant I'm in labour <laughs> give me the white and then download some Tofop exactly have a bloody good time mm. alright thanks for watch- listening <laughs> grab that gem you guys we'll see you next week bye When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.